Hey, we're live. Gents, we're live. Hey, how are you? What were you going to say, Johnny? Hey. What were you going to say? No, no, nothing. I was just going to say people aren't getting their money's worth yet today. Come on, let's go. I know. Go. We got to give them some pre-roll, Joe. <laughs> I'd demand my 38 cents back if I were. John, you know. what do you want? Yes, he said, yeah, he said Dylan looking for a little taste. Why? why are, well, why I'm sure he'd like one, sure. Why is your mic not working? <laughs> Who? I'm talking? No, you're fine, Johnny. John, email oh. me your address again. Or just give it okay. out right now. No. I'll email you his address instead. Where's he? Oh, he's still in L.A. He's in oh, California. Yeah. California. Yeah, email me his address. You're not talking into the mic. Where's Kenny? Did he die? I wish he'd show up. Uh, I want he, to talk to he, him about uh, roadworthy restoration. He was here. He oh, was. Yeah, because you guys did the coffee cake show, right? Oh, you know what, Joe? I'm uh, sending you my address because he still banks here, so he he wouldn't be able to. Yeah. How does he bank, bank here? He banks at Spire because he was banking at Hubbard. I know, but doesn't isn't that terribly inconvenient living on the West Coast? Mm, it's no, never been an issue. I mean, this this would be an issue, obviously, if Joe Spire check, on the West to, Coast. No, oh, there's God, no Spire. No. They're just Midwestern values. Aren't they just Minnesota? Mid I think just Minnesota, maybe. Yeah. How about the Cousins commercial with the guy? Did you send me an invite? I think I did. I don't see his pick. I don't see his. Yeah, I'm, I don't I don't have one. Here. Kenny, by the way, we are live. I'm sorry. That's Kenny, right. that was a great episode last night. Everyone should own a tow truck. Such, I'm in trouble. Why? I started watching his youtube oh, channel no. is it a rabbit hole oh it's, some of them are a little long um but for me they're just fascinating tell the uh, town council members who we're talking about Derek neary is that how you say it um you know what i'll just go to his youtube page rook did you get a link from me on YouTube, it's called Vice Grip Garage. Oh, I knew cool. that. Yeah. And he now has a show on Motor Trend called uh, Roadworthy Restorations. Roadworthy Rescues. Roadworthy Rescues? Yeah. 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 And it's Derek something. He used to be from Minnesota, recently moved to Tennessee. And he does what a lot of us do. He goes out and finds these. Cars that has potential have potential in barns and woods, et cetera, et cetera. But the difference between him and us is we we drag them up on a flatbed and bring them home and start working on them. He gets them running on and the spot and drives them home. <laughs> and it's just rife with breakdowns and fun. And he's a funny guy and he's clean and it's fascinating. He's really talented. English. Yeah. And um it it's nothing. It, he's nothing like any other character who works on cars. And I still haven't received an invite, Chris. I was just going to say, what the hell? It's I not... love the way he uses the term a guy, because that's an old, yeah, that's an old relapse. You know, a guy could take this yeah. and turn it around and it I'm might just... work. Oh, I guess it didn't. Right. <laughs> Kenny, I'm going to individually one, send two. it to your Gmail and to your HBI. I what my ad received does. a link. Oh, I, did no, I can't start until I get Kenny dialed in here. I thought I thought at this time of year, what time isn't of year? it darker out earlier? Halloween in we'll the be. south. Halloween's going to make that change when they do. I'm the, not talking about here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
What are you talking about? I don't know. In the summer, it gets dark out earlier in the south than it does here. If you're in Miami on July 10th, it, it's dark out much earlier than it would be here on why, July 10th. Why are you worried about this? Because that game in San Diego last night, oh it seemed God. like they had daylight for a long time. You guys weren't watching Bachelor in No, I wasn't, Matt. No. Actually, Nothing. I was at work until about 8.30. Nothing, Chris. Why do you have a cold? He's got the good pipes. <clears throat> I don't know. I have the Barry White pipes. Well, I you not better know. not get in me. Are you sick? Yeah, um, I tested positive. Get out of here. I tested positive for COVID a, a while ago, but I'm just not telling anybody. I got frat. Oh, man. Hello. Fratelloni hardware. Kenny, I would normally just give it to you. I'm going to text you what the URL is. Please give well, it to Kenny. Can John just send me his link? Yeah, John, will you do that? Oh, I can do that if you want oh. to. Well, but I'm what I'm oh. saying is if it's not coming oh. to you, then it's weird because Roscoe sent me one and it came through just fine. Here, I texted yeah. you a picture of what the URL is, Kenny. If you want to just enter it manually, you can do that too. Um, I got a I got a pet peeve. I'm gonna uh, I'll I'll save it for Does it include us? I'm not even getting a text, Chris. What the hell? <clears throat> do I have Kenny, internet? I just sent you an email with it forwarded from Chris. The one is my I got. email down? My internet? No, I'm getting video from MnDOT. Go away, little girl. Joel, what? Your ads are going better. to be. Yeah. Today's Wednesday, right? I'll say. Frat Eco, <laughs> Schmelz, and the Lamb. The Lamb. Next week, Chris, you can say, John, your ad is. That's right. Does that start next week? I'm so happy. He said either next week or the week. What do you got? What are you doing, John? A pain management thing in Stillwater. Yeah. Chris, I didn't even receive the text. What the hell is going on? Did you get the email from John? Did you get no, my email? No. No. And my internet is up and working. Huh. Christ. Well, just start without me. I'll no, because I can't. I can't. I'll jump in when I can't. Um, I can't. Okay, here we here, here we go. I mean pull up a pull up your web browser. Bring it up. <laughs> just bring it up. Brooke, not helping. Not call helping. C- call me. <laughs> okay. Call me. Don't be afraid you can call me. Call me and I'll be around. <sighs> Hello, it's Kenny's phone. Uh, This is Jim Rockford at the the beginning of the Bob Newhart show. That's what it sounded like. Jimmy, I need help. Hello, this is Dan's Plumbing. We can't get to your. What was it that he had a broken pipe and they couldn't get it to him? That's Ted's Plumbing. Your check bounced again, Mr. Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. What was the point of that number nine thing? Nothing. Remember, it was all just a. It was a long art experimental piece of noises, basically. Huh. And it started with that for some reason. Number nine. Call me. Well. I'm going to guess Kenny's having internet issues. Well, he didn't with crabby coffee. It's a new day, Joe. New time. No, Chris. <laughs> it's the same morning. Huh. Although you're past our start time. 
this is what those people are paying 10 bucks for. See, the back are technical difficulties. How are you, town council members? <laughs> Ken, can you still hear me? Your, your connection that, that didn't work, but the email link finally came through. Oh, so uh, here I am right about now. There's yeah. dummy. Damn. All right, what hey, are we dummy. waiting for, Such? Let's well, go. I've said Fred Loney's <laughs> about 15 bleeping times. No. 18 bleeping times. I watched that this weekend. Yeah. Robin Williams on golf, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done yeah, so. That was making the rounds on Twitter. Golf, again. No. Was it an anniversary of some type? Why I was... don't know. It was on Twitter everywhere, though. You know John, I dangerous watched the... uh, rabbit hole you can go down? YouTube. What? Rodney Dangerfield on The Tonight Show. Oh, yes. Good. Yeah. That's pretty really good. Just time after time. No, that's Cindy Lauper. I'm sorry. Yeah, my daughter. She had her high school picture taken horizontally. <laughs> oh my god that is so wrong that uh, is just awful ken today from you i'm gonna need a seafoam <laughs> at a maple grove oh rook are you working the rest of the week or what's your story and you're sticking to it um today's when today wednesday that's right matt yeah yeah don't do that yeah. That's what Johnny does. That's what Johnny does. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Fred Loney's hardware garden stores. I need a kahuna from you today. All right. I'll do a kahuna. Oh, you got the kahuna. really good pipes. Hello. Say hi, Kenny. Hi, Kenny. How oh, you doing? Oh, can I sit on your lap? Kenny, would you like to take a bubble bath? With me? Didn't I meet you at Mora, Minnesota Morris? That was my brother, Barry. <laughs> Oh, a Barry. Who the hell is Barry? <laughs> now you do. The best was he was interrupting you. No, rock, rock. I'm rock, worried. Rock. You guys have to explain to my family after I pass here um, that that picture <laughs> that I have in of Barry on your phone, in my photos. Yeah. Ex explain oh, that God. to them. Uh, well, mine will have to explain the Chuck Taylor. Yeah, the, the thumb Barry, injury. the thumb injury. <laughs> thumb injury. I hurt my thumb. Well, that's why. Remember when the Dolphins quarterback broke his thumb on Sunday against yes. the Vikings? No, I don't. And I said, no. "Oh, rookie's got a really bad picture of that thumb injury." Do I even have those in my? <laughs> yeah, somebody will have to. Why did he have all why those? Why don't you pictures? just delete them? <clears throat> oh no, no, because no, you never know when them. you need them, right? Yeah, you never know when a buddy needs to be have that strong. I, I, I just sent it to my buddy uh, last week. Hey, Barry says hi. In fact, I Barry, got I got Barry, with the Barry picture when he was at church because I waited until Sunday at about ten when I knew he'd be at mass. <laughs> what is this thing up here? Uh, they're updating the software on the Google. and this one, the one that's had, the guy has the he's drinking the Bush Light Apple, and the book he's reading is How to Cope with a Massive Penis. <laughs> That's so ball. you sent that and you weren't here. Do you know what dummy over here says? What? I didn't know he drank bush apple. Bypassing <laughs> 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 the book that I have to didn't even live with. see the book. What's bush apple. God, you know, just Not let's a big do fan the... of fruity beers, but this one wasn't too bad. <laughs> let's do the show. Bush apple, yeah. But what's he reading? Yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. The bush it. apple really doesn't come into play. The it did for me. Okay, oh right. Oh, my God. Oh, I, at this point in my life, I just want a talking frog. I just want a bush <laughs> apple. Well, it's like that Wonder Woman frog. car. Uh, who was Wonder, Wonder Woman? Woman? What was your name? Linda Carter. Linda, Linda Carter. Carter. Linda Carter picture with a Porsche, and Kenny happens to know where the Porsche is. And all, I didn't see Linda Carter in the picture. 
Uh, I just ignored her and looked at the porch. Well, and I said, how can you ignore Linda Carter? You're Easily. old, Joe. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Kenny, uh, check out S- Super 70 Sports latest with Kenny Stabler and John Madden. I showed it oh, to Joe. That's, that's oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's the only reason to be on Twitter. Seriously, hundred percent. Yeah, he's the only person I look at, and he yeah. he's always the one that says, uh, "We need a Linda Carter break." Until this random yeah. Super Seventies. Oh yeah. You know what? I've been tempted to ask him a question. I want to know what band he really hates, because he's very positive about a lot of bands from the seventies, and I'd love yeah. to hear him just go off on a band that you know, a band that a lot of people love. Rattaloni's hardware and garden I love, stores. I love that once a week uh, somebody will send him a thing about swearing and yeah. he'll answer with yeah. 53 oh, curse words in the answer. And he just yeah. skewers them and they end up uh, yeah. leaving Twitter permanently. Rattaloni's <laughs> hardware and garden stores. Hey, Such, we're rolling. Rattaloni's hardware and garden stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 947, October 19th, 2022. It was 84 degrees on this day 22 years ago in the year 2000. And it was 15 degrees in 1972. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. All right, I have a pet peeve I have to get off my chest. Let's go. And you all can tell me if it's a get-off-my-lawn pet peeve. Yes. I didn't do it yet. (laughs) Oh, definitely, yes. (laughs) Most certainly. Okay, we got these stupid pedestrian laws now. Where you have to slam on your brakes for some prematurely gray-haired woman with her recyclable MPR grocery bag. Right. So she can cross the street with her mangy-looking mutt. Right. All right. I got a pet peeve about this. Why don't you walk on your side of the street? In other words, let's say it's Fairview Avenue in St. Paul. Sun. That's what's in my six-block radius. The sun is the first reason. And you live west of Fairview. Okay. Why don't you do all your walking west of Fairview so you don't have to cross the damn street? That's, yeah, Let's say you I live understand. east of Fairview. Do all your walking on all the blocks. There's a whole bunch of streets of up there. I, I think that's or a... Or pick any street. Snelling, <laughs> Cleveland, well, Snelling, Snelling, Lake Street, anything. Snelling is soon to be shut down for a uh, pedestrian avenue, correct? My point is, what? why do you have to cross the street to continue your walk? Do it in your area. Yes? Well, you were right with your original thought. Is it a get-off-my-lawn yeah. deal? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. At, at some yeah. point, when you take a walk, Joe, you, you cross the street. So but you you're crossing streets where, you're, there are no tr- where there's no traffic. Why? You know, okay. if you're, my, if you're walking see, west you're of, yep. Fairview, yep. of where, Fairview, you might cross Kenneth. Or you might cross Prior. a street that has no traffic. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stop you. traffic. I got you. My complaint you. is what is so damn hard about breaking stride, stopping for four seconds, and waiting for me to drive by? Nothing. I, I don't understand Wait this, your turn. this well, 
pompous nonsense where they walk right out in front yeah, of you no. when they know you're doing 30 and you've got to hammer the brakes. Ain't nothing going to break in my stride. I had some ferret face <laughs> old lady riding her Thanks, bike. Matthew, riding her bike and I gave her a, I gave her just a tight uh, 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 just a tap of the horn. And she laid into me and called me every name in the book and she said, "I'm in my lane." And I said, "Well, that's the problem. You're not in your lane. You're in the car lane." The other thing I've noticed about pedestrians, and it's usually around this area, they're way too trusting that the car's actually going to stop. That's, yeah. Without Very looking. So. No, they just yep. dart right just in front. You know what? And yep. You all accuse me of a get off my lawn, and you're all coming around to see my No, the idea and of Chris, walking around your own block, that's what I'm against. No, you have have you, <laughs> Chris, have you noticed a difference out in the country? 100%. In the country, if I slow for a pedestrian standing on the curb waiting to cross, that pedestrian gives me the business. Come on, let's go. I want to get in your car. Go by. And that's how it should be. Mm -hmm. Same with the kids on the bicycles. They always yield. Johnny, how did you pull out Matthew Wilder on that so fast? I'm I'm gifted that way, I guess. That one you're a savant. Like Joe says, I know he's saying break my stride. I said ain't nothing gonna break my stride. And he went. Matthew Wilder. I went, holy sh. Anyway, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm done with that. I got it off my chest. Information. Thank I you. I just Joe. don't understand the concept. When I'm walking in St. Paul, I will choose west of Fairview Thank you. or east of Fairview. Thank you. Yeah. Unless I need to cross the street. Well, one more note on Steve Sviggum. He's now apologizing and uh, trying to get himself out of the jam he apparently created by wondering if. University of Minnesota Morris has too much diversity. And I thought maybe he wasn't referring to race, but other people insist that he was. And uh, I still don't think he's a mean spirited fellow. Did he ever respond to your bleeping email? Nope. Nope. He did not. Well, I got an interesting note from uh, a fellow who says, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. That could have been been live. What day is it? As a Morris alum, Andy writes, I cringe when the school makes the news. It is never for an incredible scientific discovery or even athletic success. Listening to the podcast today, meaning yesterday, led me to the campus website to see if any of my professors from 20 years ago are still on campus. A few are, but the story of what is going on in Morris can be told by examining the number of professors in various majors. Mm. Traditional and meaningful majors, uh, likely to result in gainful employment, have smaller faculty bodies than 20 years ago. For example, math has five current professors. Computer science, five current professors. Accounting, no longer available, minor only. Elementary education, one current professor. On the other hand, majors that didn't exist 20 years ago and are unlikely to lead to gainful employment outside of academia have comparatively larger faculty bodies. Gender, women, and sexual studies, 11 professors. Social justice, seven professors. African African and Black American studies, eight professors. The substantive majors that will produce productive citizens interested in pursuing truth, knowledge, and a job are fading. In their place are grievance degrees that will produce angry, unemployable trolls. Kenny might get a chuckle out of the campus radio station. Call sign 
K U M M. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Isn't that that's a really great <laughs> snapshot of the failed academy? That is. And mm-hmm. I've never uh, and he's got a great term there. These are nothing but grievance majors that result in no employment. Right. You can't you're not gonna get a job in women's studies. Are you? They have in in this day and age, five computer science professors, but eleven professors in gender, women, and sexual studies. Now, now think of it this way: those eleven professors have never worked. They probably They've studied the same had, thing. They got a job right away. There is nothing to be employed in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, social justice: seven professors. Social justice can mean anything. They've never worked. Right. So every kid who gets a social justice degree at Morris, which is a failed academy, has a grievance degree mm-hmm. that doesn't lead to even a third shift uh, leader clerk division at Arby's. Nothing wrong with that, mind you. Right. Right now they're paying well. I received an email that made um, perfectly good sense regarding the rant I had yesterday, which in retrospect, might have been a little over the top just because I was PO'd. Um, And he writes, just because some of us don't want the LGBTQ agenda constantly rammed down our throat doesn't mean we're afraid of them. I think that's what I was trying to say yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And, and you and he are absolutely right. Well, there's no fear involved. It's just a right. pain in the ass to hear that BS all Right. We had, this came up on the show. And it led me to wonder, where are the people to say, go apricot yourself? You Do you <laughs> recall that there was a student, was it in, it was either in Canada or the UK, who was complaining about archaeological terms yes. and that they weren't inclusive enough. And how did they know the bones they were digging up weren't trans people or something to that effect? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah shove it up your behind right go away yeah i would say who cares if they were or what the hell is wrong with you make any difference they were human beings well now we're on to it again and really what's at stake here is an extraordinary sense of entitlement and but uh, do you expectation of recognition but do you see why though because for years they've been oppressed and they've felt oppressed whether they were or not is could be up for debate but they finally feel a sense of freedom and one one percent of the world population and they're and they're celebrating it i think i think that might be it okay Uh, okay that's that still is not my point but i know what your point is your point is though in the case of this young and it was a young man i believe no it was a woman I thought it was a male person. The archaeological thing? Yeah. It was a woman. Well, whatever. That person Well, was... I think she's a woman. But for all I know, Whoa, she... I, yeah, you she don't know. Well, you don't know what her pronoun but is. But what I'm saying is they're also just trying to validate not only their existence, but whatever their meaningless degree they happen to obtain. And because <laughs> the degree is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a grievance degree. Right, Although you're... a degree in archaeology should not be a grievance degree. No, but you're constantly trying to seek out oppression in... in instead of actually trying to be a productive member of society. Let's bring it back to Morris. And I don't know what Svigum was referring to, whether it was race or sexual orientation or gender ideology or whatever. Let's bring it back to Morris. Uh, I wouldn't blame a kid at all if they caught wind of the idea, man, if I go to Morris, 
I got to put up with this BS every single minute of the day. I just want to get a degree in math. Well, probably now that we know the professorship, it's probably the wrong place to go to get a degree in math. Right. So don't go there. Right. Find a better school. And there is Sviggum back to his marketing question. What are we doing here that's harming the marketing of this institution? Are we too diverse? Do we need 11 uh, women and sexual studies profs Isn't versus four math or psychology professors? Yeah. Uh, then, then I understand it, and it's not offensive. Yeah. Do you know what the new worry is uh, down in the uh, ravaged Fort Myers, Sanibel area? No. Looting. Flesh-eating bacteria. Ooh. No. Oh, mm-hmm. So I suppose you're in there gathering up what's left of the family photos, and I don't know how you get flesh-eating bacteria. Maybe you have an open cut on your hand, and you touch some standing water that's been in your living room for three weeks, and maybe the next thing you know, you've got flesh-eating bacteria, which, you know what? I don't like the sound of. I don't like the sound of that. I don't like the sound of that. You know what? I'm opposed to it. <laughs> you are. And Sanibel Jim, uh, who no longer lives on Sanibel, timing is everything, wow. isn't it? Uh, he uh, linked me to a story where we're discovering that the golf carts at the golf course on Sanibel, I've played that golf course, they're uh, bursting into flames. And it is believed, again, because of the uh, batteries catching fire from their corrosion. Wow. I saw that one on regular electric vehicles, not just golf carts. Well, we've covered that. Yeah. This is a new wrinkle at the golf carts at the Dunes Golf and Tennis Club. It's a first world problem. They're bursting into flames. But the Sanibel Causeway is open. How is that possible? They fixed it temporarily enough that you can drive to Sanibel. Army Corps of Engineers? I mean, they weren't going to mess with that. Hold on. Joe, what number in line would you have to be? About a... 200. Okay. Just okay. to see how she's working. You wait it out. out. Wait it out. We got her up and running. Sure. Why don't you give her a test? He drive? wants high tide. He wants low tide. He wants night, day, wind directions. No, no I, I would wait. A, I'd let one car go ahead of me. You know, Patrick might be a willing to willing to risk it. Let's go. Let's test her out. <laughs> I will be on one side, have the other big guy be on the other I'm, side. I'm seeing a yeah. grand tour or um, um, Top Gear episode where they build their own bridge and I've then attempt that, to dr- yeah. drive over it. Yeah. And I'm getting a lot of uh, uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, emails uh, regarding my position yesterday on Governor Walls. And while it's true that uh, he apparently didn't do anything technically wrong to leave the guard, there are many uh, GLers who would wish to weigh in on that, what that might say about his character. And uh, I continue to think that maybe because I wasn't there, maybe I should just stay out of it. Okay, fair enough. There was a debate last night. Isn't it odd that there's a gubernatorial debate and the Twin Cities doesn't get it? Is it odd or is it strategic? Well, it's the television station, the television company, Gray Television, is it, mm-hmm. that owns these stations in uh, various uh, Outstate, towns around Minnesota. They don't have uh, the ability, apparently, to telecast in the Twin Cities. I think that's bad. I'd want to see the debate. I'd want to see not just again, a recap again, of the news. Is, is, it, is it odd or is it strategic? Uh, you would think if it was strategic, Walls would want to be on in the metro area. Really? Do you think that? Yeah. 
Hmm. I don't know where you're going. I'm thinking he only agreed to this because he knew it wasn't going to be televised in the Twin Cities. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah. I got to read the one Wells email, though. Okay. Please don't use my last name. Is that the one with the big font right there? Yeah. They did you a favor, didn't they? Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Right. Again. In an effort to keep you fact-based, let me put in my two cents. And let's let's quantify this. That's All I'm re- going to read is a guy's two cents worth. Okay. All right. Let me put in my two cents uh, on the Walls military experience conversation. Fact, you do not receive your promotion in rank until you fulfill all requirements for that position. Requirements are coursework, assignments, and most importantly, time in position. If you complete all assignments and most importantly, time in, if you complete all requirements and most importantly, time in position, you do not retire. If you complete all requirements, if you complete all requirements, but retire before you fulfill all requirements, especially time and position, you do not retire at that new rank. Walls is not a command sergeant major. He held the position for a short period of time. Walls still has material out in the public that incorrectly states his retirement rank, which is a lie. Fact, everyone in the Red Bull received advanced communication for the deployment during the surge and knew that there was no place in Iraq that would be safe during the deployment. Also, when the clock started on the deployment, anyone eligible to retire at that time or any time during the deployment could not retire until the deployment ended. The deployment was supposed to be for 12 months. It ended up being 24 months. Walls was thinking about running for office. As a command sergeant major, you are the highest-ranking non-commissioned leader of troops. You are the pivot point between the legs and the officers, a critical position. Second point, my recollection is that whenever Trump is brought up, your comments always relate to his character. What is the character of a leader that when faced with a difficult situation, they cut and run and deserve and desert their troops? Kenny gets all excited that Walls let the city burn for three days. You think anyone that knew Walls's character in the guard was surprised? Not on your mayoral butt. When challenged once by the media for not asking for more guardsmen, Walls's response was, what do you want me to do? Get a bunch of 19-year-old cooks up here? Well, he did say that. Another insight into his character. Walls may not have done anything wrong relative to his military experience and retirement from the Guard. However, his behavior then and now is indicative of an individual with a major character flaw that has brought us to where we are in Minnesota today. As the father of a son with 31 years in the military and six deployments in the sandbox, I am grateful Walls retired before he was deployed. It probably saved more than one soldier's life on the deployment. Wow. Okay. That's his two cents. Thank you for your 31 years of service. And there's very similar sentiments have come in from other people. Scott and Ember Grove, a, a host of well, people. Well, I think there's a brotherhood there. There's a there's a bond that everybody knows what everyone went through that served. So there might be a uh, a protocol. A I understand what, what you're it? saying, Matt. Okay, I understand what you're saying. But what doesn't you sound saying? great. Whatever I'm saying, yeah. it doesn't matter what I'm saying. <laughs> I sound great. You do. I do love. Now the I got Logic a guy. Podcast is on. Say Brickhouse. 
brick house. No, say it. She's a brick house. I got a guy telling Joe, me. Joe, you are my tomate. Just let it all hang out. <laughs> Don't you shut the hell up. Yes, sir. Even when, I, even when I comply. Yes, sir. I will close my mouth right now. <laughs> like Morgan Freeman and Barry White sleeping together. Wow. Maybe just having Trying a voice. To do a yes. I'm, what is... Let's get this on the, the docket. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm trying to, I've been saying that Schmelz Countryside's the uh, <laughs> oldest Volkswagen dealer in the region until I'm corrected. Yes. I've been told that it's West Side. Uh, I, but I cling to the idea that my father bought a Volkswagen from, from Mr. Schmelz in 1960, and it was on this side of the, on the, St. Paul side of the river. Now, now Robert Cloud weighs in. Hate to burst your bubble, but Ike Motors in St. Cloud started in 1898. It is now the seventh oldest dealership in the U.S. Uh, your ads about the TC Metro VW dealers are not correct. Robert, uh, what you're saying is apropos of nothing. I'm not talking about the oldest car dealership. I'm very aware of Ike Motors. You're, I'm not talking about the oldest dealership in the state. I'm talking about the oldest VW dealership in the state, Robert. And so your information is fairly worthless for the point I'm trying to make. Volkswagen. But thanks for the But email. thanks anyway. Right. Schmelz Countryside, the corner of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. With that great family of Volkswagen SUVs in stock and arriving daily, the Taos, the Tiguan, the seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. If they you have, walk through those front doors, what you you go in and you say, I would like to buy a Volkswagen. Where do I go? You're there. You're there. Yes. You're there. All-wheel drive, IQ drive, advanced safety systems. It's Barry uh, White and W all in one. You can yeah. test drive and order the all-electric Volkswagen ID SUV named 2021 World Car of the Year. Uh, I've shopped there for years, as I've told you. It's generational with my family, and it's generational with Schmelz. And uh, I can't recommend them more highly. I've shopped there for years and will continue to. No, it's great strategery. That's right. Schmelz Countryside <laughs> in Maplewood. Yes. You know, I can't wait till you do an ad because oh, I'm going to give you a lot I, of goof. I will tell you about <laughs> the big kahuna. <laughs> Momentarily. Schmelzy. Yes, Schmelz. should get double ads for this yep. because you're just interfering. <laughs> SchmelzVW.com. like when that happens they do all right i'm doing an ad here okay what is it you'll find out in two yeah, seconds. speak slowly it is ike's uh volkswagen it's in. actually <laughs> reverser to talk very fast about my friends at hoffer and water slow down <laughs> look at lantamo monsieur See what this is lantamo. Yep. guess what this is that's a water bottle of my he takes a drink <sighs> Of my Hofferman water drinking system. Oh, I'm there? not drinking that swill out here at the drinking fountain. I'm drinking no. the best. It does have ice in there. Ice purified, made from Hofferman water. Right there in my fridge. Yes, I am, I'm not drinking out of the drinking fountain, Joe. I'm only having the best. Hofferman water is a proud dealer of Connecticut water treatment systems. 
I'm a customer and very happy, and I know that you will be too. They have water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and of course, just like I mentioned, drinking water systems. Kinetico is the best, and it can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on salt usage, but it's also going to protect all of your appliances, and that's because bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. And once you get that new system from Kinetico, oh boy, your showers are going to be so much better. So is your laundry and your drinking water. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. Like I said, I've been a proud member of the Kinetico family for years, and you will be very happy if you make the switch. 952-894-4040 or just visit HoffermanWater.com. Again, that's 952-894-4040. It's Hofferman Water, proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell me you heard Odom right here on the Garage Logic podcast. I held spit at the end of my tongue for about 30 seconds. Spit at the end of my tongue. Mad. <laughs> Shut the F up. I love you. No, you don't. I do. More than you know. Now he's Morgan Freeman. You're coming off a weeks of wedding. You're exhausted. You're going to be sick, and you're going to end up in bed. I suffer from exhaustion <laughs> yeah i can't yeah. even do it because i'm you don't have the pipes brother i do when i'm sick i'm not sick though. i don't feel sick i just woke you're up today you're wore out the pipes that's what it is you're you're physically wore out <laughs> i mean the sore throat and I the high the fever term would be worn out not wore out you i'm rule i guess i'm overlooking the uh <sighs> The the sores in my mouth, the uh, the, oh, the open, uh, wow. the pus, open. Oh, uh, the fever, Barry was run, over run the positive you, COVID test. Are you taking ointment? Uh, unguent. 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 I did take. Em- I did take emergency the other day. That stuff's fantastic. Friends, this is Larry King mm-hmm. for emergency. That works too. Oh, yeah, that that was pretty accurate. I've been around a lot of kids right. the last two days, and that's just like being in a germ factory. Yeah, you should get the either emergency or what's the other one? I Airborne take zinc. Air. Oh, you airborne's the one that yeah had to pay the airborne, milady, airborne, airborne, milady, airborne. You sound kind of cute. Airborne. You got a personal. Oh number? my god, that poor gal. Yeah, I'm gonna go on a date with this asshole. Oh, not that poor gal, the poor guy. Still the saddest thing I've ever heard in John my life. Bansley. I don't know. Yeah, she's in the room, probably so. talking to her new boyfriend. What's supposed to take my beer? She met online. <laughs> my God. Let's just oh, imagine the inside of that trailer, shall we? It's heart wrenching. Oh, it oh, my God. You're sleeping in my kid's room. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'll be out of town tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> be out of the city in two shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> my lady. <laughs> Does Kenny got something here? Sure does. Well, let's go. Hey, I got I got news for you. Yeah. We've got brand new Dill. Yeah. Haven't even previewed it because oh. that's how much I well, know. I trust him. Let's go. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Uh, hold on, uh, trying to find something to watch here. Electric guitar, acoustic guitar. A man Ooh. called Sledge. Ooh. That's what I'm going to watch. Uh, I hate to say this, but Seafoam, much like Rookie, is both lazy and brilliant. 
Wow. Thank you. Oh. Allow me to explain. I, I mean, using sea foam on the regular. It's pretty good. Uh, brilliant is okay. Yeah. Lazy, that's accurate. If you use sea foam on the regular, it's gr- great preventive maintenance. That's brilliant. But if you take the lazy way out, when things get critical, the boat doesn't start, it's on the lift or the ramp or the blower doesn't fire up mm-hmm. after a snowfall, the mower's dead, whatever. And then you break the uh, sea foam out. Is that lazy or is that lazy and brilliant? Trusting in sea foam. W- w- what do we call that? It's brilliant that you have it with you. Yeah. That's that's the brilliant part. Keep it with Thank you because sea foam works miracles. It helps lubricate, keeps the moving parts moving proper properly. Let me explain. The ethanol in gasoline uh, that dries out the seals. It leaves a varnish on the cylinder walls, makes it harder for oil to lubricate the parts. Removing that varnish via sea foam, sea foam brings the engine back into top working order and promotes a longer engine wear life. And keeps that thing out of the shop. That's the most important thing. The great thing, seafoam, very easy to find. Even if you don't need it, if you see it, grab a can or two. You're going to find it in convenience stores. Of course, auto parts stores, NAC hardware, big box stores. Uh, I've even seen it in grocery stores. Uh, wonderful product. A local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas. We're talking seafoam. With weird chord change comes in. That's very pleasant. Uh, I'm I'm I could not be more disappointed to learn, and I'm being deadly serious, that this kid's not going to pursue this as a career. And I don't want to hear your BS about it's too hard. Everything in life is too hard. That kid's got talent, and he should pursue. Well, this. He, he is pursuing it, but. Yes, don't tell me it's too hard joe sometimes there's it yeah go ahead sometimes chris you should know it's a struggle i do know that that's why go through the struggle but the the business does not exist anymore joe as you think it does then then how come there's just new artist after new artist after new artist if the business doesn't exist whom you've been listening to that's a new artist that you think is brilliant who's this big girl in town Lizzo? Lizzo. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. an example. Are you yeah, saying well, that Dylan should get really chunky and <laughs> twerk a lot and no twerk, Minnesota Viking? You know, play the flute? Okay. <laughs> I have a new idea. Okay. Yeah. There's probably careers to be had in creating music for shows and for See, clients. That's where if I was his manager or his dad, I would just I would oh, demand I would demand that of Dill. Yeah. Uh, yes, he, he has pursued some of that, and nothing has come of that so far. But who knows? It's still me, but nothing has come of that. It's, but um, if you're going to think you're going to have a top 40 record at this point, uh, you're going to have to be more of a social media guy than you are a musician, which is odd. I know. Well, Almost everybody in the top 40 right now started because of TikTok. Hi, Bruno huh. Mars in the uh, Silk Silk uh, thing starts. S- well, A, some, they were both superstars already, both him okay, and... Okay, how'd uh, they get to be superstars? But some singing contest on TV, right? Well, not Bruno Mars, no. The not hidden Mars. singer, star... But what John's referring to is, for one, dance, every dance one show, of a guy like Bruno Mars Bruno who has Mars. talent, there's 150 TikTok stars, and that's what currently makes up modern music. That's what John's yeah. trying to say. Yeah. And, you know, to piggyback on your point earlier, Joe, it's just a shame that Dylan doesn't know a guy who knows a guy 
that knows a guy I do in the industry. I, and I volunteered to set him up. Oh, okay. What? Okay, let me, like, since you want to make this a conversation, what, what do you think he should pursue, say he wants to be a, a music star or whatever? Or make it a career. Should he pursue rock and roll? Should he because yes. that doesn't exist. Rock and roll doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist. There's no venue. Where? Where do you listen to rock and roll? What do you mean, John? Radio? Live? Do you mean yeah. live? We're, no, I mean uh, yeah, on the radio or on the radio. Okay. Yeah, I've listened to it on a number of stations. Satellite Which included. One? Is it new so music? Satellite you're listening would be about to? The only one. Are you listening to Steppenwolf? Who are you listening to? <laughs> no, you could get new stuff on the current. And you okay. can get okay. new yes. stuff on a satellite spectrum. Well, okay. Yes, you can. You can. But there's no, you're not going to have a top 20 record if you're playing rock and roll. All right. But you know what? I'm going to look up the top 20 right now. As of this week. And you tell me how many rock and roll records are on there. Um, so, okay. Well, if he doesn't want to do that, then then what should he do right now? Joe, he just I mean, released a tweet this morning saying he uh, laid uh -huh. down a few tracks for some artist I had never heard of. Well, uh, so, yeah, but well, abst abstract <clears throat> being one of them, abstract is somewhat well known nationally. Uh, so, would he, would he like studio recording gigs? He would, but there's no such thing anymore, Joe. Everybody makes their own records at home. Yeah, but Everybody, everybody's talking literally. about the new sound funny, but it's still rock and roll to me. Here, here we go. Number one is Steve Lacey, who's quite a good artist. Never heard of him. He's very good. He's an R&B artist. Uh, Sam Smith and Kim Petras, I have no idea. I've, okay. Oh, I've heard of Sam Smith. Case. I've heard of Sam Smith, John. These are people we don't that haven't been heard of until you just said their names. <laughs> Harry Styles is number three. I've heard of him. Uh, Post Malone. Dill likes Post Malone. I've He's heard of four. I like Post yeah. Malone. Um, Morgan Wallen is number five. That's He's country an awful, stuff. awful country artist. Yeah. But there's Wallen. one song he's got that's a I'm, killer song. I'm going to get letters Wallen. about that one. <laughs> Morgan Wallen. Yeah, John, the one Jason Isbell wrote, probably. Yes. John is so being that's a, the one that Morgan Wallen had to is, begin with. Being a hired gun in an arena touring band, does that pay? Yes. No, no I'm yeah. asking John. I know, yeah, but oh, I can sure. answer you. Because yeah, it, it used to be, uh, you could be on a stage. I you think know, Tommy Stinson has made hey, a living. Shut up! Shut up for a second. <laughs> it, wow! It used to be in the eighties. Your show, you could be on stage in front of a huge, huge crowd and only be making a hundred bucks a night. Yeah, is, well, is it if better you're, if you're part of that small group that gets hired to do concerts for if? Uh, uh, some band from the eighties wants to go out, but of course their guitarist is either dead or is retired. And they say, hey, you'll be our guitarist. Sure. You're going to make money for four months, five months. You think yeah. Mike Campbell might have made a few bucks touring with Fleetwood Mac? Oh, sure. Certainly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Go back well, to your point, though, <laughs> Joe. Wouldn't it be fun just to kick back with Tommy and just really get into his mind about going out on the road with Axel? Yeah, and I, he didn't make 100 bucks a night. No, I know he oh, probably yeah. did Let pretty me, well. I just, I'd love to hear him talk about it. Um, without any microphones or reporters. Well, around. can we get him on yeah. the air? No, that's that's my point. He won't he won't be um, completely honest because he knows this is going out to the public. Uh, let me not, let me ask you a question. Go back to Mike Campbell though. How do you suppose Mike Campbell got that gig, Joe? Because he was he well did an known. audition. Yeah. He did an audition. Just yeah, well he was, known. He's probably friends with those people. Yeah, Tommy, well, and he's you know right after the Stevie Nicks was and Petty were huge friends. So right. 
right after the mats broke up, Tommy had a great band called Bash and Pop. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah. And it was really, really good. And he hired all local guys that had been in other bands. Steve Branzig, I think Caleb played for him uh, for a while. And they were really good, and they went absolutely nowhere. And they deserved to be big. Those were really good songs that could have got a lot of airplay. Well, the replacements the industry, went absolutely nowhere, but that the was their own self-destructive nature. Right. The But my point is the industry ignored them, basically. And it's a lot and even, worse now if you're a rock and roll band. And even Chris Mars put out, what, three albums? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they went nowhere. And those were great songs. He is still working on music, Joe. I mean, he hasn't quit working on music. And he's still, like Kenny said, he recorded a solo for these guys, Abstract and the other guy. Uh, He's on Dylan Reese's new album, which is due out at the end of this year. He wrote half those songs. So he's still working on it. He just doesn't know that it's going to be a viable career. Well, if Dylan Reese breaks through and becomes Bruno Mars-esque, wouldn't yeah. Dylan go along with that? And wouldn't he be well, a big sure. deal too? Yeah. Well, sure. Because he, uh, at least it would give him a stake. He'd have some money because like I said, he wrote half those songs. So yeah. he'd make some, some cash and he could continue to work at it, but yeah. you can't continue to work at it until you're 50 and hope you make some money, which is his, you know, he doesn't want to try and do that. Okay. And I don't blame him. I guess you know. I understand. There's just no, I would, you know, if he came up when we came up. Yeah. Oh, he'd have a gig forever. Yeah. He could play guitar with whoever he wanted to. He could start his own band. Yeah. He could do whatever he wanted and make money. But unfortunately, it just ain't that way anymore. Even locally, look at the rock bands that are around. They're all guys who are 60 who are established. Yeah, I've lost very, sight very of the few. local groups. Well, yeah, I know. You mean like guys. Mick Sterling, th- those guys? Yeah. yeah, there's okay. very few young guys who, you know can break in you know given the fact that we have a music station down the hall you know i think the last time that we really debuted anybody new i think this was back from 2015 if i'm not mistaken hello hello it's me where's the party i was wondering if after all these years you'd like to be to go over are you going everything they say the time's supposed to heal you but i ain't done much hello hello can you hear me i'm in california dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger yeah they're gonna be okay and free Hello. Now that's a hit. Hello. Do you remember when I played this on the radio? Oh, and it God. was everything I could do to get Pat to shut up. Oh. What do you mean it's a debut album if we haven't heard it? <laughs> Pat, I'm going to shut your mic <laughs> Pat, off. Pat just walks on everything. He it did. Is... Well, and I didn't tell you two that I was going to play if it. If it was just... a dinner table, he'd walk right over the top of the <laughs> right, food. Right. Right. <laughs> like Elvis in Vegas. Yep. And that well, was, that was the last uh, time. My kid is in a band and they're doing it basically for fun. They play parties, they have parties. Well, that, yeah. And then occasionally, you know, a gig at uh, some local room or the entry sure. and they all have jobs and they all just do it for fun and what they're having a, a ball. Yeah. What is oh, a superstar uh, in the podcast business like Joe Rogan? What's he do for his music? Well, he that's doesn't cool. adhere to do the they same, even have any they don't they don't have the same rules and regulations that we do well he can play songs 
but he also has ins with labels and things like that because of how big his show is. Because why wouldn't a, a Dylan type get hired by a Joe Rogan type? To do music, you mean? Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the way these late night shows, they all have their own bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But, but okay, there's how many of those jobs? 50? And there's three million musicians yeah. vying for them yeah. uh let me well, one other point it's been a long discussion hasn't it? yeah uh that's dylan, interesting though dylan is uh familiar with and friends with some guys who had some success in the early 2000s mm-hmm. Th- this is where the music businesses uh they want to do some concerts around they live in, in the san diego and la area they want to do some concerts they need a bass player dill said i'd be happy to do it and they said great you can play some guitar if we need a guitarist let's get together play some songs do that these guys had some success uh they're waiting to get together to practice you know why because they all five have day jobs mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's that's where it's at and this they had some national success i mean it's not like you know have i heard of them uh probably not it's yeah. not your style of thing i don't think right. i found the uh i found the segment you want to hear 30 seconds of us trying to set this up with okay. patrick all right track of the <laughs> duet that adele did for her hit song all right hello all right and she did this how's it a hit if it's just released today well it's been Jeez. it's been leaked okay. on the ah! internet, okay. but uh, yeah hello's been played uh for a couple of weeks now but uh <laughs> this is the duet with adele <laughs> And our very own, anyway, Sid Hartman. Really? But it was 30 seconds of him. I'm trying to just say it. How's it a hit? Oh my God. He's good for us, though, because he keeps us on our toes. True. We can't be lazy when we're on the air with him. That's a good point. That's a good point. So it keeps it's a good good brain exercise for the greatest example I have of that is the uh, double joist. (laughs) Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I can feel you going like this. Right. Because call. you've got you've got a plan formulated in your brain, and if you were there alone, you'd be able to pull it off. But right. you got him jabbing in there. And I just said, so you have to, yeah, you have to adapt to his. <laughs> it's a it's a weird discussion to have if you don't do what we do. Counterclockwise expansion. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh... But, but Pat, well, you, know, you know what Pat kept wanting to say? Why is this guy on the line? This isn't yeah. the Holman Garden right. show. We'll just kill it right Pat, there. Pat, <laughs> let's just play with it. You know. Well, you got the guy convinced the roof was going to cave oh, yeah. in. Yeah. That's why I like when he had that morning show and he, he wanted me to be a part of it. I'm like, Pat, come on. I got I got nothing. No, I can tell you what he wanted you to do. No, he said it to my face. Yeah. Make quips. quips. He wanted quips. And that was the easiest job of all because all I had to do was step in, fire off around, and then close the door and they'd deal with the fallout. Yeah. It was it was easy and fun. Oh God love Unfortunately, us you demand more than that because you're a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a pain in the ass to your family. Get your get your bleep settled. Get it together. I'm talking about your papers, your finances, your will. Contact Eckberg Lammers Law Firm. They've been creating estate plans and wills for more than 70 years. And I know it's a dreadful segue to point out that we're all going to die, but we are. And when you do, you don't want to leave your family and your loved ones a big mess. You need an estate plan because if you don't have one, then all your stuff goes into probate. It becomes the... uh, that becomes the project of the courts. And you sit there on the sidelines with your hat in your hand, wondering what the hell ever happened. Right. So uh, if you don't think you need estate planning, think again. 
Uh, if you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts will decide for you. Eckberg Lammers has an estate planning team. They're GLers. They can make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want, maybe save you some taxes, tax burdens for your family. Have it all wrapped up in a neat document right there with a ribbon on it. And you kick the bucket and your kid goes, here, look what we got. Copy. We got the plan. It's all spelled out. Eckberg Lammers. Call Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-287. And this goes 2878. This goes for uh, if you're transferring property between families, you got the lake place. Don't let it become a political explosive nope. device. Let them handle it. They'll take care of everything. 651-439-2878 or Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com slash will. That was way off the beaten path, but I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I agreed. Yeah, at first I thought, oh, well, I probably should shut up. And then I realized, no, I guess we're going to I just going. get pissed that you think... Oh, it's too hard. That's not I it, don't, though. I, I guess that, I'm seeing the light, okay? I'm seeing the light. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is he'd have to get involved heavily in social media, and he doesn't want to. That's the biggest thing right now. And, Joe, here's the other part, and I didn't want to mention this during the show. Unless you're from one of these stupid-ass singing reality television shows where Adam Levine's going to grope all over you, you got no shot at becoming a... Top 40 stars. It's either that or TikTok. Those right. are the only two ways right Talent now. Talent rises to the top. I firmly continue to believe that. Talent will rise to the top, and you can have all the TikTok BS in the world. Okay. But even, even there, from TikTok, only the cream will rise to the top. That Lanny oh Gardner who covers yeah. Fleetwood Mac okay. stuff, right. she's going someplace. Okay. She's going someplace. You know, he's. he's, he's He's got a point, and uh, I'm thinking about uh, the meat dress gal. What's her uh, name? She's so talented. Bjork? I don't know who that is. No, no, no. no, no. Um, um, singer she and came now out of the egg. Dress. Singer and now an actor. Uh, uh, one name. She was funny. in Star is Born. I can't remember. Lady, Lady, Gaga? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, who was a, a regional small act, lucky if she could fill half a theater, right? Yeah. Um, but I did not know this about her. The guy, I think it was the Clear Channel guy, some huge producer, caught wind of her, saw a few acts, uh, her uh, shows, and decided she's going to be my next star. And within a year, she was selling out arenas. And that I think that proves Joe's point. If you're talented, stardom will find you. You want me to set up a meeting with my guy? And and Dylan goes and knocks on his door and 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 can pick this guy's brain. Well, all Dylan would have to do is send him some tapes, right? Yeah. Or, right, John? How would that work? Uh, I have no idea. I, I have no clue. No clue. You know, and then Grohl could say, "Hey, come in. We're we're in my studio. Why don't you stop over this afternoon?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Red? That'd be sweet, yeah. I get to exactly. go with Dylan. I'm now his manager. Right. But I, I think <laughs> I don't I charge think it, anything, but I'm his manager. It, it, for somebody like Dylan, it might be, you know, the old cliche, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. And he needs yeah. somebody like that to um, expose him to people like Grohl. We, he, the last time he was out there, he had uh, interactions with some people who, Jerry Goldstein, you know, Jerry yep. Goldstein, mm -hmm. he was Sly and the Family Stone and mm -hmm. War and all those bands. What is it good for? Um, absolutely nothing. 
No, the band wore, not the song, Chris. Oh. Come on. That was Edwin Starr. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, he also, uh, there's one other guy too. And I mean, you know, he tried working with them to do this, to do that, to do this, to that. Uh, nothing ever happened. That was the last time he was out there, though. He was only 19, so he, he wasn't. You know, How old is he now? He's 26. Plenty of time. Hey, 19. What do you mean he refuses social media? What must he do on social media <laughs> that you think he won't do? Be a oh, I know he won't. All day, every day. Well, Kenny just all, summed it up. On yeah. all socials, you have to literally... That's your throw yourself existence. out there throw yeah. yourself out there and leave yourself open to criticism so from every troll has on he ever the planet youtube stuff and let people listen to it oh yeah all the time yes yeah. like he did it media, he it? did it for five years well it is but it's not what the kids are listening to and if you're going to have a hit record it's going to be the kids that are going to make it a hit record so let him do tiktok but he doesn't want to okay another great example local this brother and sister from uh Yep. Grove Heights, Dury, D-U-R-Y. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't know if they're going anywhere. They had a bit of a splash six months ago. Agreed. Yes. I don't know if they're if anything's happening with them. I don't know either. To be but that was all social. That was all social media driven. Right, and he doesn't want to record, you know, ten TikTok videos a day. Because uh, he has a day job. He has a day job. So right when he now gets he off from the day job, he records ten ankle. TikTok videos. Well, he's not going to do that, though. Well, what else is there to do? Practice. Is he going to the ball game? Is he? Uh, he's going to some ball game. Restoring a car. Sure. I mean, what what is he not, doing? Not not restoring a car. No. Uh, he just doesn't want to do that he, because it it's all driven. It, it's he's fed up basically with just the industry in general because of the way it works. And you guys, I that's great that you guys think cream rises to the top, etc. It does. I disagree. I disagree. Oh, it does. John, I, I'm with you. I disagree completely. How can you? Completely. It's evident everywhere you look. I just read you the top 20. That's the cream. Okay. If that's the cream, then, you know. Who's this Forest Lake gal who I love so much that has her own TV show now? She sings on it every show. It's a daytime show. Really? She's from Forest Local Lake? Local show? Forest Lake. Yeah, no, she's, you know, looks like oh, she's from oh, Forest oh. Lake. Oh, um, but she was, no, no, the no, other no, one. No, she just got a divorce. One. Come on. And she drives a really she cool. She the American Idol, the first she, one. She drives yeah. a really cool Kelly Bronco. Clarkson. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Yeah. I think that's another example of what Such is saying. But she took that route that Reavers mentioned, the show, you know, the, the TV show. American shows. Idol, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And I don't know when the last time you watched the Grammys is, but the cream definitely does not rise to the top. <laughs> Hmm. Actually, last year the Grammys were pretty good. I was surprised. Frankly. Let's go to John Height. Actually, I need a I need a rook. My, my buddy, uh, my buddy Gene, who's a promoter, called me one day. He had a show this summer up in uh, Duluth, that outdoor venue, and it was jam packed, and it was featuring acts I had never heard of, and ticket sales were off the charts. Yep. And that you know that's that where the the kids play, know what uh, play the, all of Dylan's stuff today the, the new stuff the kids know what's up. Let's go here, Rook. Can Let's, you give me one? Ready? One minute. Kahuna. Three one minute. Two. Kick it. Fifty nine. Fifty eight. <laughs> bad. Ad. Kahuna window cleaning and seasonal services. What more can I say that uh, they're going to come out to your home? And safely clean out your gutters. You don't have to bring the windows to them. They, You do not have to bring the gutters to them or the windows. Because we want to focus on gutter cleaning right now because you want to clean out those gutters of all the muck, 
leaves, and junk that's in there right now to prevent those ice dams in the winter. Speaking of the winter, that means holiday lights are coming up. Yep, you need to do that. Uh, do yourself a favor and not climb up the ladder to put your own lights up. You do a crummy job anyway. Let the professionals at Kahuna Window Cleaning Services do that for you. They will grab the lights, put them up there in the manner that you want. You want draping? They'll drape them. You want them tight? They'll keep them tight. Let them know. You got to get on their schedule right now, though, because they're getting really busy. So pick up the phone and dial. God, I sound great. 612-888-5248. I could talk all day about Kahuna with this voice. I know you could. 612-888-5248. Mention that you're a garage logician. They'll waive the trip charge. Go to kahunawindowcleaning.com to book a gutter cleaning or some holiday lights. It is veteran-owned and garage logic approved Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. Call them today. Cha. 60. It's holiday lights made easy. Yes. <laughs> Let's go here. You ready? Yeah. No. Kenny got something? No, he does. Let's go. Can you give me, give me a second? I'm sorry. All right. We got to go back to the Dylan folder. Hold on. Hold on. His Labor Day sale ended, so I've got to come up with something. Labor here. Day? Uh, I mean, uh, whatever month this is. It's October, Kenny. <laughs> this is the wrong it's Halloween client. season. Hold on. Halloween lights it's made Halloween easy. Season. You said maple You Grove, guys right? need to look at my living room. I got home from work. This would have been Friday because she doesn't work on Fridays. I got freaking light up skeletons and sh- shit everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. And yeah. I said, what? What? Do, oh, the boys wanted to decorate. You know what Halloween? she told me? What did she tell you? We're not having a pumpkin. Why? And I what? Said, the hell, we're not. No, I put my foot down. What? Thank you for I put putting my rookie. foot down. Yeah. Where are, you? Wait, where are you? She grew. I'll go up to Downing and get one. Instead yes. of growing traditional pumpkins that give you, you know, a hundred pounds of seeds, yep. she grew these pumpkins you use for baking. Each one is about oh. the size of a maybe a volleyball. Yep. She cooked up the seeds yesterday. Oh. And it was less than a coffee cup full. You're kidding oh, me. Oh, no. And I went into a full-blown yeah, panic mode. Yes. And she said, don't worry. I'm going to go buy a bunch. They're on sale. You can get them for nothing. And I'm just going to cut them open, take the seeds out, and feed the deer with the rest of the crap. Love me some pumpkin seeds. Oh, that's the God. best You're not even going to cook them? You're going to eat them raw? No, he's gonna oh, you them. dummy. She, you wash them, you oh, dry them, and then and you put them on a pan, yep. and there's garlic and butter and oh, all good? sorts of ma- yeah, Oh, my God. Yeah, so delicious. I do love yeah. You it's cannot delicious. stop. It's like, like sunflower seeds? It's, but better. They're, you're not picking Way out better. the shell, and they're bigger, so there's a, there's a crunch to them. And they're, they're thicker. Yeah, they're thicker. Yeah, they're, they're very tasty. That's fascinating. And you start out <laughs> eating, you know, you start out throwing like three or four in your mouth and eating them. Three minutes in, you're just... Fist, licking fist the pan over too. fist, licking the Just, pan. Ah, rah, rah, right. rah. Yeah. Amen to that. Let's go. Are you ready? Let's I'm go ready. get some pumpkins, boys. <laughs> Joe, huh? I like a nice pumpkin. It's on the menus, boys. The kid from Folda's ordering dinner. But it's all because of you and Mick that she started doing that. So Can I, we go I'm, here. I'm forever indebted you keep to the you. pickles coming. I'll okay. keep the seeds coming. Joe, right. you ready? That's a kind of weird coming, phrase, Mick. doesn't it? Oh, Ooh, bossa nova. Yeah. Wait, do you blame it on the bossa nova? No. The dancing love, that's right. Blame it on the bossa nova. The dance of love. 
We all know it, the number one safe in the whole wide world. It's the Liberty Safe. It's made right here in the United States of America by great Americans, tremendous Americans, as some would say. Many models, many options to choose from when it comes to the Liberty. And that's where Maple Grove Lock and Safe figures in on the deal. A unit to fit every need from small to big, from the basic to the fully loaded. You will find that safe to meet both your needs and your budget with the help from Maple Grove Lock and Safe and the owner-operator, Rich. He's the guy that's going to walk you through the procurement procedure. Make sure you get home satisfied and happy with the safe of your dreams. Make sure you get delivery and setup. It's part of being adult. Um, the You can see the whole Liberty lineup and meet Rich on the website, Maple Grove Lock and Safe. And then once you're familiar, stop in and see them live and in person. 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. That website, again, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Can I tell you what I could do if I could take out my voice box and keep it safe like it is today? I would go to Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Here's Ken, uh, here's, uh, tightly. here's John Height. So it's ready for Here's tomorrow. John Height. John Height. Thank you, Joe. I can't Wait, what sounds better? Hey, here's John Height. Or... Hey, here's Johnny Height with the news of Garage Lock. <laughs> every time uh, I like Rook, frankly. Right, uh, every you. time Rook talks, I feel like I'm stuck in the middle of a documentary, though. Every time. I feel like in I'm news. in bed with myself. <laughs> Lonely. All right, love. Dan. Minnesota. But I have too much information. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe a little. In the news, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz and his Republican challenger, Dr. Scott Jensen, debated last night on TV. Uh, residents in the Twin Cities, as we already talked about, were only able to watch it through online streaming, though. The panel of four journalists asked questions on lots of different issues, among them the state's response to riots after George Floyd's murder, uh, abortion, feeding our future fraud, and more. Walls and allied groups have used the abortion issue as their main area to attack Jensen, claiming he'll seek to ban abortion in Minnesota if he's elected governor. In campaign videos and media interviews, Jensen said he would ban abortion, but he has walked that back since the Roe versus Wade decision came out. The moderators also asked the candidates about the state's response to riots that erupted in the Twin Cities after George Floyd's murder. <laughs> Walls and Jensen were asked what they would do differently if something similar happened, but they mostly talked about what actually did happen in 2020. Candidates also addressed the $250 million Feeding Our Future fraud investigation. Jensen claiming Walls could have stopped the scheme much sooner and was wondering if his administration had been covering up any of the details. Uh, that's the first time in at least 40 years candidates for Minnesota governor will not debate in prime time on Twin Cities television. No! Rivers, you got other... that backwards. Why wouldn't Walls be on in the Twin Cities? Because that's where he has his votes. Yeah, because he's getting obliterated outstate Minnesota. Right. So right. he probably dislikes the fact that he's not debating on the no, Twin meaning City. he already knows he's going to lose outstate. And why would he stick his foot in his mouth locally? Because that's the only place he's going to win. Well, whatever. I have audio. <laughs> I would hope ready. so. <laughs> the only other debate currently scheduled is at noon, Friday, October 28th at Minnesota Public Radio. Uh, KSTP-TV will be hosting a debate night in Minnesota that will air statewide in primetime Sunday, October 23rd. Walls declined to take part in that, so oh. Jensen will face questions from a panel of reporters by himself. The major party candidates for Attorney General and Secretary of State have all agreed to take part on that evening's proceedings. Thanks to the best reporter in town, Rebecca Brandon. She put up several clips of last night's debate on social media. This is a 30-second clip when Governor Walls was asked about the state's budget surplus and Dr. Jensen then had a follow-up. 
best in Minnesotans. We make targeted tax cuts in the middle class. We're proud of our progressive taxation system and our fairness in taxes. And we make sure that those who are doing well pay their fair share. What we get out of that is one of the best states for longevity, health, wellness, and the other things that come with being in Minnesota. You get what you pay for in Minnesota. BS. I believe it's the middle class should receive those breaks, not the top. Thank you, Governor Walls. Dr. Jensen, you have 90 seconds. Well, if you get what you pay for in Minnesota, I guess Governor Walls didn't pay very much for the police because we've got a lawlessness like we've never seen before. <laughs> He's got a point. Plus this pay their fair share is the worst phrase that ever hit the American shores. Uh, they were also, let's see, uh, Dr. Jensen then hit Governor Walls for the state fraud and waste. This is about another 30-second clip. Governor Walls' favorite tactic is to play Santa Claus and come out and say, well, I'm going to give you a check. For a thousand dollars, isn't that nice of me? I would say this: if you would stop the waste, the fraud, the abuse, the cost overruns, and pay attention, you would save every family in Minnesota a thousand dollars. You wouldn't have to be going out pandering like some politician who's trying to buy votes. Minnesotans get what's going on. They understand that it's Thank in the weeks or before the election that all of a sudden. Uh, you, That's Dr. fantastic. Jensen. He's absolutely right. Let's get over to Justin. If There's how you stay with it. 30 seconds, Governor Walsh. So there is a choice here. Okay. Got an email. Okay. Wait for the email. He's right, though. <clears throat> yeah. He's right. Sorry. University of Minnesota Board of Regents Vice Chair, as you talked about earlier, Steve Swigum, apologized Tuesday for asking if declining enrollment could be connected to having too much diversity on campus. He posed the question back to Janet Shrunk Erickson, interim chancellor, during a board meeting last Thursday. Swigum noted the enrollment at Morris had declined by more than 40 percent over the past decade. That's why he asked the question. Among other things, yesterday, Swigum said, let me unequivocally apologize for my questions and especially for the intended hurt my questions may have caused. They were not intended to cause harm, but my intent doesn't matter for those whom I have harmed or offended. And for all those associated with our great university, I am truly sorry. It's not a great university. It's a pile of BS. A Rochester man has been sentenced to more than six years in federal prison for intentionally starting fires at multiple buildings in St. Paul after the death of George Floyd. 36-year-old Jose Falon Jr. was sentenced Tuesday to 78 months in prison, followed by three years of supervised release and ordered to pay almost 40 grand in restitution. Prosecutors say Falon set fire to a Goodwill store, Gordon Parks High School, and a seven-mile sportswear store along University Avenue, May 28, 2020. He and his wife, co-defendant Mena Yusuf, then fled to Mexico. They were found and arrested by Mexican immigration authorities in February 2021 and returned here to the U.S. Is that enough? What time did he get? Seven years? Seven years. That's all right. Is that That's enough? more than they usually get. And then deportation or what? No, you don't do that. Speaking of the riots, the FBI is now asking for help in identifying the so-called Umbrella Man. The FBI's Minneapolis field office on Tuesday issued a news release with images of video surveillance that showed a man who's described as white wearing a black baseball hat with the unique yellow logo with the logo with the letters L, M, and C, O, and a black shirt with a picture on the front of it. In video footage of the incident, the man wearing black gloves, carrying a black umbrella, is seen using a hammer to break the windows of AutoZone storefront May 23, 2020, two days after Floyd died in Minneapolis police custody. The person is also suspected of vandalizing the police department's third precinct. It was later determined that the same man spray-painted the words, free bleep for everyone zone. You know what the they're saying at the door. FBI? Who <laughs> is the umbrella man? Right, the umbrella man. <laughs> 
So the there story. was a uh, there. Oh, are you done with that story? The Warren Commission no. didn't say that. No, the Warren Commission didn't care. That's right. No, the Umbrella Man. Oh, geez, Who is the Umbrella Man? <laughs> <laughs> the store was looted and set ablaze shortly after that, marking the incident so as a turning point in the unrest. Arson investigator says the report up to that point, the gathering had been relatively peaceful, but things escalated after the man's action. You might remember in the days that followed, a social media rumor proved untrue, claimed yeah. that it was a St. Paul police officer. Right. Oh, St. that's Paul. that one. Yeah. Wow. St. Paul police immediately denied the accusation and later released evidence that the officer in question was in St. Paul, not there at the time of the and incident. Then, then about two months later, Minneapolis police, following an anonymous tip, zeroed in on a 32-year-old suspect described at the time in a search warrant affidavit as a white supremacist biker who sought who to he? incite violence. Remember at the time, the person I that do. called him out on social media was later spotted on film cavorting with him either before or after the hammer incident at the AutoZone store. I don't recall. That. I, I don't, do. I, I remember it vividly. I, I but I think he wasn't cavorting with him. He was confronting him. Was because he? Everybody oh. said, "Well, look, he's friends with him." But the guy was, "Hey, what are you doing that for? What? You know, yeah. Stop it! Why?" Didn't some All people right. speculate too that he might have been the owner of the store? <laughs> Wow, that's Some a have said, who are I didn't he? hear that. I did. I was down there the next day in the Target <laughs> parking lot when folks were selling what they looted last night, and there was still at uh, ten thirty in the morning looting going on. Mm -hmm. They were going in and out of a smoke shop there. Wow. Entirely yeah. justified. These people were traumatized. So they were kind of late to the game, though. If they were just, you know, picking up the. Hey, we're here. <laughs> right. Yeah. What's what left? Toothpaste. Right. Right. Fifty-three <laughs> minutes ago, the uh, Garage Logic podcast Twitter account yes issued yes. out a um, following photograph saying who wore it better, and no. there happens to be four pictures: two of the Soul yeah. Man Kenny Olson and two of a young mm -hmm. John Height. Rookie, you have to look at this photo if you want, want to pull up on Twitter. John, the photo of you in the red T-shirt. You, you look like that one exactly like Dylan. Exactly, wow. John. Like tell Dylan. the story. I think you told the story off the air. You're getting poked fun at. I want you to tell the story. Look at the soul that, man. That, yeah. that, tell <laughs> the story <laughs> that led up well, to that photo being taken. Let me see. I'll, I'll and have I, to do it I, a little no, more Joe. delicately. Probably. Wait, huh? Just wait. No, no. He's wait, got to see the photo. Wait till he, he gets his head. Look at Johnny Hine, guitar newsman. Doesn't he look like yeah. Dylan? But John, I responded to uh, that tweet saying you were uh, living life to the fullest. L I V I N. <laughs> Kenny, what that's radio station? That's John. Those two are John. Those that two was, are Kenny. Uh, Chris, well, that was AM 1500 up in Maple. Was it really? Yeah, I was running the board for, I don't know, Yates. I or figured somebody. it was a music station because of all the carts in the background, or those just spots. Those were all my drop ins. All the drops, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't have and computers a, then. And yeah. a couple oh, hundred drop ins. Yeah. That's a sweet mullet yeah. you got, too, Olson. Yeah. The uh, uh have the him put his headphones oh, on. What's he doing? He's texting something, but Joe, you need to put your headphones on so you Boy, can I, I hate in the to interrupt him, but uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know we, we hate to interrupt to you, Joe, a, but we're doing a show here, we're trying to do a show here, Such. <laughs> yeah, Tell him the story that led up to the red shirt photo. Uh, well, it was I was working at a, a music radio station and playing in a band, and uh, I played in a band the night before, it was a Friday night. I got a I don't know how to put this. I don't want to be rude. And he got a call thinking, at 2 a.m. I got a call at 2 a.m. after we played. Said, hey. His presence was requested. Seeking companionship. Yes. yes. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up getting about an hour of sleep that <laughs> evening. And then I had to drive that little car. It's like a little Shriner car. Yeah. 
in a parade the next day in Mandan, North Dakota for the, for the radio station. So that's me with one hour of sleep going, Hey, how are you? Was it a little, what kind of car? It's an, it was an orange crush car, but it looked just like a shrine. Little you know, little, and and was, Chris, so, yeah. Orange crush was the sponsor of the car. And, that, uh, that f- picture of me where I'm wearing the Magnolias t-shirt. That was the era when, um, one morning, um, Jill Rowan Mercedes walked into the control room at eight 30. She had just arrived. She came in to get yesterday's logs. And she said to me, bless you. Bless you. She said to me, you need to go home as soon as the show is over because you stink of gin. (laughs) (laughs) And your response was angry. Your response was, thank you. Yeah. Uh, It appears parts of Minnesota has wild pigs on the loose. Really? News of the furry hogs of Faribault County broke earlier this month. Is that why you were late for that appearance on the radio station? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Feral hogs with tusks and long hair have been been known to tear up pastures (laughs) and endanger rural residents in Texas or Missouri, but not yet here in Minnesota. But... Authorities are awaiting their arrival in the North Country. In May, the Department of Natural Resources uh, said back in 2016, some pigs had wandered off a farm in Marshall County and lived in the woods, surviving and breeding on state wildlife lands. At that time, that news triggered alarm for pork producers because there's a problem with contagious diseases like African swine fever. Ooh, I don't want that. Gary, I think that's just for pigs. Actually. Is that major or is yeah. that just regular? Minor. Okay. Minor. <laughs> Gary Norenberg, Minnesota director at USDA Wildlife Services, said his staff will return to the area to trap or kill any remaining hogs if any more reports surface. At the moment, he described the hunt like looking for a needle in a haystack. The pigs from the pictures, uh, they've been described as Mangalitsa pigs. Mm, that, oh. that, that breed is furry and woodland raised, and they're slaughtered often for tasty meat. Right. The but wo- they're not wild, John. They were going to market. Uh, they were, yes, yeah. but now they're loose. They're not feral. Well, they but they, they could be though if they start producing. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Suits, yeah. you put a bunch of cattle in a pasture in spring, and by fall, those things are unruly. You can can't get them back in the truck to oh. bring them back home. Yeah, you uh, it's cable. just it's just a really yeah. It's uh, <laughs> right, never mind. Keep them. Never mind. Russian President Vladimir Putin oh, declared never Marshall. mind. He didn't take me seriously. I'm talking about <laughs> rural life. I'm really offended. You know, just I try keep, to introduce a wise in note about how cattle behave, and he just poo-poos it. Keep in mind, you're, you're, you're not insulting me. You're insulting a majority of your listeners. No, I don't think so. This is my favorite newscast in about a month. Country Russia. folks, feel free to weigh in. GL Joe at GarageLogic. I know all about the country. You've been there many times. Been there many, been there many times. <laughs> Russian President Vladimir Putin declaring martial law today in the four regions of Ukraine that Moscow annexed and gave additional emergency powers to the heads of all regions of Russia. Putin didn't immediately spell out the steps that would be taken under martial law, but said his order is effective starting tomorrow. That decree gives law enforcement agencies three days to submit specific proposals and orders the creation of territorial defense forces in the four annexed. I know regions. what I would do about him if I was president. Yeah. I'd, I'd, no, I just know. That's all. I'm not oh. going to say what I okay. do, but I know what I do. You'd hire an assassin. I'm tired to of sneak this. in. I'm. Careful. I know what I do. Yeah, I understand. You got it up here, locked away. It's all taken care of. I understand. 
we we do have a musician, Death Robert Gordon, one of Rockabilly's earliest revivalists, a familiar presence in the 1970s New York City punk rock scene, died Tuesday at the age of 75. No cause of death was cited, but his family had recently launched a GoFundMe campaign to assist with a, a battle with leukemia. Uh, Gordon originally was a member of the punk band Tough Darts before he headed out on his own because of his love of rockability. Uh, rockability, excuse me. Guitarist loved Gordon because of his always hooking up with great players like the legendary Link Ray, the late great Danny Gatton, and Chris Spedding. Geez, I wonder very... how he did that. That was pre-social media. Ooh. Yeah, well, that's kind of the point. He could actually get his <laughs> records played. His version of the 50s, Rockabilly Chestnut, Red Hot, still gets airplay. You guys know Red Hot? Vaguely. You've all heard it. Maybe. My gal is red hot. Yeah. Yo gal ain't doodly squat. <laughs> you know that song. Doesn't ring a bell. Anyway, Red Hot still gets airplay. Uh, he befriended Bruce Springsteen, who gave him the song Fire for one of his records. It was slated to be a single that Gordon and his label had high hopes for, but the Pointer Sisters heard it and recorded it, had a big hit with it before Gordon's was released. Uh, Gordon's final album which again teams him with British guitarist Chris Spedding is being released by his label on November 25th. Again, he was 75 years old. That's young. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Joe go. Joe no, where he go? He's blowing his nose. Like, Off camera. His like we nose. can't hear him. We can't hear him on camera blowing his nose. <laughs> he is I'm not, a dink. I'm not, Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, he's ours yeah, and we ain't I'm trading, folks. Well, Go ahead, John. Not sure this is exactly uh, a big scoop of any kind, but no matter how old you are or how much junk food you consume, it's never too late to start undoing the damage caused by a poor diet. That's the message from a scientist who did a new study on how food choices affect our lifespans and our risk of developing diseases. What aren't we supposed to eat? Well, you're not supposed to eat salt. Sugar and foods with additives like, uh, uh, you know, cold meats, that kind of thing. So you're not supposed you should, to eat chips. You're not supposed to eat chips. Chips no. are bad. Even if they're baked, they can it's, still be yeah. bad for you. Yeah. Uh, you should replace those, according to the study, with fruits, vegetables, nuts, beans, seafood, and whole grains. The earlier you start, the better. Following a healthy diet from a young age leads to the greatest gains in life expectancy. But even if you wait <laughs> until you're... Oh, our age or later to improve your eating habits, it can add yours to your life. But I had search, a delicious uh, Cobb salad for dinner last night. I do like a good Cobb Ham, salad. Chicken, yeah. hard boiled eggs. John, continue, please. Lettuce. Very small healthy. Changes. Very healthy. Like a, I farted right around 7 30. Very healthy. Small changes like adding a handful of nuts to your daily diet like as a midday nuts. snack instead of. You uh, like a handful of nuts? Yeah, that's yep. what we hear. No. You should also cut back on processed meats like ham, cold meat for sandwiches, and hot dogs. That will take years off your life. If you I like those uh, shelled pistachios. What brand? D's? Uh, I think they're Costco. <laughs> no, D's nuts. Oh, God. I love this newscast. That's the name of my pontoon, by the way. <laughs> D's, my nephews yeah. call it. I like uh, pecans. Yes, I do. I like can, you name every, can you name every kind of nut? Yeah, I used to be able to name every nut. Harlan Pepper. Nut, Harlan Pepper. Peanut. Academia of, nut. Cashew of, nut. No, not academia. Macadamia. Academia nut. What was the name of the town? Some of those. Lane. No. No, he said, which is also in the name of the town we live in. Oh, yeah, Pine it, Nut. Uh, pine Nut. Yeah, it was pine, pine Nut. Pine. 
A team of students from Germany's University of Stuttgart broke a Guinness World Record when their electric vehicle accelerated from zero to 60 in 1.461 seconds. Wow. Wow. The students, known as the Green Team, designed an electric car with peak acceleration that's roughly equivalent to the force experienced by astronauts when a rocket re-enters the Earth's atmosphere. But then they had to stop and charge it for six hours to get it back to the starting line. Jam, were you the one asking us? uh, I was, yeah, because I had so fast because they don't have transmissions. They have to change gears. Uh, In case you're wondering, I didn't. I did not know that. I didn't either. I asked them yesterday. Yeah, after you left yesterday, work, I asked Kenny and Joe, and they, they gave me that answer. Uh, in case you're wondering, Motor Trend says the fastest non-electric slash hybrid car they've ever tested is a 2021 Porsche 911, or Porsche, I'm sorry for those of you who will write us letters, Porsche 911 Turbo S that went to one, from 1 to 60 in 2.24 seconds. I'll take That's the Porsche quick. Turbo S. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Yeah, it sounds well, cool. Mall of America is testing metal detectors at one entrance after two incidents of gunfire and an armed robbery within the last year. Mall spokeswoman Lori Ute, uh, Laura Utecht said the trial is taking place over the next month at the mall's north doors. Although that could change as testing continues, the Mall of America bans guns, according to its website, but the Bloomington Shopping Center has never had metal detectors or searched bags. Two gun incidents took place in August. In one, a man robbed two stores and was apprehended with a loaded rifle. About three weeks earlier, a man fired shots in the midst of a fight among four other people. There were no injuries in either case. I remember a shooting last New Year's Eve left two people wounded after a dispute on the mall's third floor. John, I usually don't um, nitpick or, or pay that rapt attention, but will you give me the last name spelling of the female from the Mall of America? Utecht. Is it U-T-E-C-H-T? Correct. Yeah. That's like Bob Utech. Remember him? Yeah, the yeah. hockey guy, right? Yeah. That was just, well, I was just wondering. Wasn't there, a, wasn't Ben a tight end from For the, the Gophers? Yeah. Ben Utech? Yeah. You he know got, how I normally leave the show early to go to uh, work at the airport? Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure Tucker. I'm yeah. not working today, but I'm just feeling I'm just going to leave early. You're just going to leave You know, I got a note. I got a note regarding. That's a feeling the, I have every yes, day. Yes. <laughs> I got a note regarding the town council. Oh, okay. And Uh-oh. whether it should have a secret handshake or not. Ah. Well, uh, back in the 90s, I believe Joe was making his debut doing TV commercials, and I was working at Cargill. When did I ever do a TV commercial? Uh, wow. You did the latte, um, chai latte, and you were you were you were disinterested in the Euphorians going to a coffee shop to oh. get a. It, they were clever. They were very clever ads. Well, anyway, this guy was working at Cargill, and he was sitting in a large meeting. And if I remember correctly, an old friend Kent was presenting the meeting. At some point in his briefing, he asked rhetorically. If you know what I mean, I loudly replied, I think I do. And we both started laughing to everyone else's confusion, Montana, Dan. So there won't be a, let's not have a secret handshake in the town council. Just say good luck, if you know what I mean. And the other person will say, I think I do. I think Mm. I do. I think I do. Okay. This town council is, uh, you'd hear, if you like today's show, Mm -hmm. what you hear when you subscribe to the town council uh, carried on during the breaks. And Joe, what if you carry it on during the breaks? What if you hate today's show? Then you, gotta, then you, then you would sign up for the town council just to hear the show you didn't hear. I got better. And you'd really hate that. <laughs> we encourage hate listening by all means. Hate I, listen. I have a better than a handshake yeah. and not a wink. Yeah. But if you kind of. 
give somebody an up nod. Good luck. And then say good luck. And then just. That's not funny. And then do a, no, like that's a, not funny. A, that's where your a, mental a editing broke down. No, you would know immediately. GLer, right? Yeah. And you're putting together a video archives. Uh, what did you do today? Audio. Audio, audio. I'm sorry. Audio archives. Uh, today. Oh, today was fantastic. It was the Dave Dahl outtakes oh. from 99 when he went storm chasing. Yes. He and then storm we, chaser. we superimposed a, a bleep out. So it made Dave sound I like remember he was that. foul mouth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's not it. No. Is it on the thing? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here. 24. Oh, this seven. is the intro. And as I'm pilfering through the listen audio cuts bless you. for the stream, to this guy. Garage Logic twenty four seven. Oh, you're really pouring it kind on. Of, I don't have a cold, but I just really have the very is. white pipes. I'm not sure why. I don't have a fever. I ain't got no cold. <laughs> are you going to get to the bit? No wow! Oh, I'm having fun God. listening to myself. You are, you, you are something, Matthew. Pipes. Oh, the love, Matthew! Quiet, quiet, quiet! Candles and bubble bath. <laughs> Garage logic. Twenty-four-seven. All right, let me get what down to is, business. Yeah. As I am pilfering yeah. through, man, some of the outtakes oh. that we found out You're not over pilfering. the uh, pilfering. No, yeah, I was just going to say that. Stealing. Fabulous. Yeah, we are. This stealing. is one I forgot all Still about. This. Going. Dave Dahl was chasing tornadoes or storm chasing in '99, uh, and. He had a special on Channel Five uh, during the weather, and it was a great it was a great deal. However, uh, we to had a little fun with some editing uh, for Dave, and uh, Dave hadn't heard it, and then he eventually did. So there's two cuts. There's there's two cuts that we'll jump into here, but it was um, it was the careful editing that we had that made it just absolutely fantastic. This is Dave Dahl. These are the outtakes of his storm chasing. In 1999, he is a big shot guy, and he might. He's the debris guy, and uh, we have the outtakes. Who's that? Oh, the yeah. outtakes from his uh, tornado special oh, oh last night. God. Wouldn't that and, be funny? Uh, we want to play them, but I'm I'm thinking it's a courtesy. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that, that rookie might wish to uh, alert. Uh, is it Dave? Is Dave our guy? He signs off and goes, yeah. I said, oh. ah, you got to go. So, 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 yeah. So, and then so, he said, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. Well, here. What now, is he scared for? Now, we taped this. We didn't tape this last night because, of course, what you heard last night was. Uh, was uh, The sound of carts. The app post-editing version. Post-edited version. We got the rough tape mm, of Dave filming his tornado chase. Mm -hmm. We had two, two yeah. rough outtakes. Yeah. Oh. And. Uh, Pretty rough. We, well, I mean, this is this is hard work. You're chasing a tornado. Well, yeah. It, huh? Yeah. And, you know, and adrenaline and is pumping. Exactly. Through you. Everything's pumping Your through you. Your nerves are shot. If you know what right. I mean. I think Stretching I do. You look like cows. Hey, and we well, here I think I do. Okay. Right, the first, okay. the first one. So. I hate doing this, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we have a choice. Boy, that wind is strong. <laughs> See, and, and a lot of times, a lot of times that doesn't make it to television. No, they, and there's a they reason to, for they, they have block it out, out a little bit. <laughs> and and then, you, you get excited. They do. When you, you get see worked a tornado. up. You get. You see, get, that was the garage is logic that green. Up again? Uh, yes, it is. Well, here that's again, really breaking, right, that's again. breaking wind. You have to right. listen to carefully now. Here we go. I hate doing this, but I don't know. I don't think we have a choice. Boy, that wind is strong. Oh when do you get breaking wind news? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I didn't huh? bury the uh, what oh. lead. What did you say, Matt? What about him? 
Call for, he's Dave's right here with us. I'm just dying. Okay, <laughs> call for Dave here. There you go. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, and then Dave, we have one more outtake no, no. because look, <laughs> this is worth it. Dave, yeah, where did you put that mic? That's what I want. We, hey, I, that, that's, that's what show. we were going to ask Dave. <laughs> this line. is how excited he got when he first saw the funnel. Now play this outtake. Right, okay. Yeah, oh, no. One that's hanging far quite a ways down. <laughs> well, there's going to be one. That's where it would be, guys. Right there. Bob's, they are spinning underneath it. Right there, we got a funnel. Look at underneath it. You see the little little cloud elements underneath it spinning up. We got one. <laughs> David. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. here's the deal. Yep. Yeah. You can get that and much more. Oh boy. <laughs> There's more. There's more. That's just one of the features in the town council, which costs ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks for a year. Is it a hundred bucks for a year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you get access to that, and then and do uh, others. And the show remains the same. You don't pay ten bucks to hear the show, no. but if you pay the ten bucks and you're on the town council, you can hear us between segments, and you can uh, access that. Uh, audio archive and you get the membership card and the window cling and a certificate we're going to do uh certain events for town council members and uh, uh when i think of some of the stuff you'll hear between segments uh i think i would be a member think of it as you're paying also for best of material that has not been heard for no, really three hasn't. decades or yeah. almost 25 years, yeah. 25 years. Cause yeah. this is all 90, 98, 99 stuff. And I'm working my way through the show notes. So it's really, and you've got a lot of material to mine. Uh, I, I don't have enough time. And you're right. A lot of this hasn't been heard either previously or for 25 years. No, we didn't have the one I dropped yesterday. Franklin, the dog calling yeah. in who right. had a flatulence problem. Right. Uh, Let's not make flatulence. I see a theme. theme. I see a theme. I don't want that to be the theme. <laughs> Basically, that's what well, your show is based on for the yeah, last two lives. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's what it was built around. <laughs> Say, all Crossfire 200 golf carts are in stock and uh, available for 500 bucks to GLers only. Off for five. No, you don't get it for I mean, 500 Wait, wait, wait. No. Strike that. They <laughs> just sold them out. Google Willy Wonka. No, you do need a You get $500 off the Crossfire golf cart. Two designs, four-seat style and the dump box one. Uh, this is at EcoFun Motorsports, both in mm -hmm. Forest Lake and Burnsville. In Forest Lake on Highway 97, immediately west of Interstate 35, and Burnsville off 35 on the service road near on the uh, yeah the service road near County Road 42. Right now, a hundred bucks off every scooter that turns urban errands into adventures. That's for GLers. Hundred bucks off electric bikes at EcoFun Motorsports. That's for GLers. Been a great winter deal that I take advantage of every year. Starting at 260 bucks, you can get your motorcycle, electric bike, or scooter stored indoors, heated, includes a full spring tune-up, battery tending, winterization, and storage in a heated warehouse called 612-321. 8867 to reserve your spot at the Forest Lake location. The pickup and drop off is at your home uh, for a small fee. I think it's entirely worth it. They'll start taking in inventory on November 1st. And remember those sales for GL 500 bucks off the golf cart, 100 bucks off the tag of any new scooter or electric bike. And when you buy the new scooter or electric bike right now, that's free winter storage. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to take it home. 
just enjoy it when spring rolls around. These are great, great people at EcoFun Motorsports. Great service, great apparel, and uh, really, really a fun store. Youth recreational equipment, little youth ATVs. Uh, find out more at EcoFunMotorsports.com. Who, who was the gal? That I was think it? that took too long. Judy Dibble. Rook. Well, I'm not just going to play the. I'm not just going to play the cut. But the the uh, f words leaped out were funnier than the the farting. Yeah, but I'm not just going to play thirty seconds of that. Well, you set it up no... and play thirty seconds of it. No, we want the actual audio. What happened when we? Oh, I mean, what what the original? This was the. This was what happened when the FFLF was. Mentioned. You guys, everyone, listen. Yeah. I got a note from Seaman. I, so I think management wants us to much. all participate in promoting the town council. So okay. if you can think of a way to promote it. All right. We have to do some liners okay. as well. Yeah. Uh, we have to do liners. Ross wants us mm-hmm. to. That way, in between, you put upon liners I or promotion. Kenny Doom when he was here yesterday. Are you coming back to town anytime soon, Ken? Once a week for the rest of my life. All right. I might have next time when you're in town next week, I'll have you record some. We had a place all set for you last night. You didn't show up. Yeah, I I came (laughs) home. The quilt was turned down. Oh, what was the meal? What was the meal? We didn't eat at home last day. Uh Oh, you would have taken him out for dinner, too? Meatloaf. Mm. Where at? A place. (laughs) A place. Meatloaf. A place where the kids had a... uh, Spooky hayride. Oh boy! On, oh. The, on the trail of pumpkins, and then each kid got to have a pumpkin and decorate it. That's it. Neat. St. Paul. Did you get carjacked? No. Okay. The trail of terror. Did you ever do any hayrides as a kid, John? No. Ooh, I still in a Turkish prison. Yeah. I still you. don't understand <laughs> the reason for hayrides. What do you mean? It's for well, you're, you're when rural. I was a kid, they would Thank throw you. a bunch of bales of straw on, on a on a wagon, yeah. and that was yeah. And they'd take us for a ride. None of it was enjoyable. You just no, it was awful. It was no, cold no, AF. No, uh, city slickers love it. I love it. I yeah. hate ride. Yeah, but day, you also did time. you ever bale hay as a kid? Hell no. Then you'd have a well, completely different stance. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't bailing no hay. It's a great workout. It's like the thing with rocks with the roommate. She loves lining the garden with rocks, and there's rocks here and rocks there, and all that's a pretty rock. Rocks to me represent the worst part of life. Why picking rock? There's nothing worse than picking rocks. It's the just an awful. Where did you have to pick rocks? In a field. In the fields. Even I knew that. I'm a city boy. They turn Every up the spring, field in yeah. the spring, and then all these rocks come up that are going to damage the equipment in the fall. So you walk around oh. out there picking rock for 13 hours. Where does the rocks yeah. end up? In a rock pile on the edge of the field. Yeah. So I was going to say, the gutter or the garden. No, what Grandpa did was we would pick rock. Yes, well, that's what we called pick it. Rock. Yeah. Pick, yeah. Rock. pick rock. Sundays are for picking rock. And then we would throw them in the back. Throw them. We'd throw them in the back of throw the them. pickup, and then Grandpa would sell them to idiots that came from town. Oh, I need a couple of rocks for my garden. Yeah. That's the greatest yeah. boondoggle going is selling these, and the uh, the city it's the city it's love the big big rocks. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good question. We as city slickers don't how do know you how to price a rock. I don't know how to price a rock. Joe, 
my great grandfather died trying to move a rock out of a field. Oh, well. That's a kind of stubborn bastard he was. Oh, I've hated rocks. What do you do with the serious? What do you do with the really big ones? Well, that's a uh, that's a great question, Matthew. You leave them there, and then that becomes the new rock pile. So when you see a tree in the middle of a field with a bunch of rocks around it, yeah. it's because somewhere in there there's a rock the size of a, a, a van. Okay. Yeah, Rock Pile was a great band. Remember them, Nick Lowe and Dave the, the Cool Farmers. Well, guess they not. had they had the dynamite <laughs> and they would blow the shit out of those things. Like cool. that big whale on the news story the other day. What did you ever find? Really huge ones like that Gino sells at Gertens. The the I mean, yeah. the major lands. I've got, I've you got need a, a front end loader to move those. Yeah, yeah, you do. Wow. Yeah. I've got How are we doing on ads? I have one right here, and then we're done. All right, let's do it, and uh, let's go here. You ready? You yeah. guys never heard of Rock Pile, really? No. No. <laughs> Did they play Nick rock Lowe. music? Nick Lowe, <laughs> yeah. Dave Edmonds, Nick Lowe. You know Nick Lowe, come on. Yeah, come those on. are minor players in the music here. industry. Oh, we're going to fire a liner? Jesus. You know, Kenny, I'm going to come through here. You oh, cannot God, stop it. You one. just make a move. Dylan Joe you know, the show Garage Logic in podcast form, we finally have a garage door guy. CallRiseAndShine.com. CallRiseAndShine.com. Or if you're Joe, it's www.CallRiseAndShine.com. Residential, commercial repairs, and installations of all things related to the garage door and opener. And they have a perfect five-star rating on Google and Yelp. And that's because customer service is their number one most important thing. And they're always going to give you options. They don't do high-pressure sales. They let the customer choose from the different solutions that are best for them. And they are locally and family-owned. Josh and Alex, great guys, grew up right here in the Twin Cities. They offer a 5% discount for seniors and military members and AAA members also, by the way. And their employees are certified. They don't hire ding-dongs off the street like me and Rookie. No, they hire the absolute best. IDEA certified master techs that are going to come take care of you. And they don't just service the Twin Cities. Yeah, if you live here, they're going to take care of you. But they've expanded. Rochester and other parts of central and southern Minnesota, you know, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Cambridge, and parts of western Wisconsin. And don't forget to ask about the Rooster Club membership program, which includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and they waive the trip charges. So once again, callriseandshine.com is their website. Seven days a week, they're going to come out and take care of you. They're fantastic, and they will take care of your garage door. Please let them know that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. I uh, I wanted to get a word in. I know we're we're way past time, aren't we? That's all right. I wanted yeah. to get a word in about the Mississippi River. It's uh, it's in dire straits. It's very low. We need rainfall, and that's being offered up on the nightly news, of course, as hysterical climate change proof. And I had to do my uh, sense wins, and its record low is. Uh, 1988, and that was near Moline, Illinois, and that's 34 years ago. Uh, The point being, what's happened to the Mississippi since 1988? Anyone? Anyone? Did it ever come come back from that? Well, sure, yeah. It went up and then it went down. It's like the Calcutta Clipper. It is, (laughs) and and this will also come back. Uh, You're you're dealing with only about 10,000 years. So for all we know, in 1752, it it went to nothing when it came back. So we don't know 
about the since record keeping began. It's it's 1988, and then I also learned. You know where the deepest part of the uh, where's the deepest part of the Mississippi? The deepest part, oh, Lake City. No, it's no, got to be. It's got to be a little further south. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> well, think about it logically. If you can walk across it at Itasca, where's the deepest uh, part? New Orleans. You're right. Yeah. 200 feet deep. Well, and I remember, oh, uh, oh, who was the gentleman we had on that did the entire thing in his ding-ding raft a couple of years Sorry. ago? And he mentioned well, the that. The St. Paul guy in his houseboat. Why can't I think of it right now? Rookie will. We talked to him once a yeah. week on the phone. Um, he raised a hell of a lot of yes, money. Yes, he did. Sure. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And his, yeah. his blog was neat because you got to see so many different parts of the But that was just about two or three years ago, and he was on a nice plump river. So uh, it's, it's folly to think that... Uh, this is worthy of hysteria. It's been low before. It will be low again. In fact, part of his journey, re remember, he had to wait a couple of days because the river was low in certain areas. Yeah, it'll happen. And he had to tie up the old raft. We'll get some rain. We'll get some rain. Everything's all right. But if you're in the failed academy and the Mississippi River, I, I look at these kids uh, walking across the street to go to St. Thomas. They all look reasonably stupid to me. Eric Mishy. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Eric I just Michie. got it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They all look stupid. And, and, and I'm thinking if it came up in class about the Mississippi, are you going to go climate hysteria and be stupid? Or are you going to realize that uh, she ebbs and flows? Well, you know what? I don't think as a student, you have any choice. Do you? What if, what if a student just raised all of those GL points? He'd get the boot. Well, that's that, that shouldn't happen. Where was it um, where they were a, a town? Was it Red Wing was going to have a uh, a yard sale on the Mississippi, like a Mississippi yard sale? What about it? And I thought that you needed a like you needed a, a pontoon to go down it. And you and you said, "Listen, moron, they're not putting all the stuff on the banks of the Mississippi, so you can pull up." But I I remember you mocking me for that because I thought you no, just you go down in a boat. But that would have been a great idea. Yeah, there was a great yard sale up and down the river. And you thought, well, where in the hell am I going to get a boat? Right, I wanted to go. And you <laughs> yeah. said, hey, moron. There's I don't just, think it was on the No, bank. it's on their, in their houses uh, and stuff the like that. land side. Yes. <laughs> Only because they come to us hours. all the way from Marleth Park and Mpuma along to South Africa from the traveling linemen's at WorldWideWaftage.com. It was on this day in 1894. Joe, today is October 19th. Uh, auto... Bremer. Wanning height oh. and Charles Imish were hung for murder in the oh. federal courts building, now the landmark center in St. Paul. Huh. And on were, this day in 19. 19- they hanged? Yeah, hanged. Hung, hunged is a whole different deal. Hanged. Yeah, that was. That's right. a very. <laughs> on this day in 1912, <laughs> a statue of Governor John A. Johnson, <laughs> sculpted by Andrew O'Connor was unveiled in St. Paul on the grounds of the Minnesota Capitol. Uh, that's it for today. Now, did that, if we oh, had to remove that day. statue or cover it, was he an evil racist? Or, Good question. Uh, did I, he I, own slaves? I or? know we lost the Columbus statue. Yeah. I don't know what else You know, a guy lost. named Johnson, there's a fighting chance he was a white guy. Right, right. You know. Fresh off the boat. Yeah, he might have been in trouble, but maybe his statue still stands. Mm -hmm. uh, quick look that up. Statue at the state capital of John A. Johnson. I bet it still stands. Sculpted by an Irishman named O'Connor. Wait a minute. 
I just had a weird thought. I forgive me because my wine, my mind wanders. You, you mentioned want. that the Sanibel, what is it called? The Sanibel Expressway? The Causeway. Causeway, sorry. <laughs> reopened. Right. I had no idea. Did you guys, what? besides Joe, know that it had reopened? I heard it on the news well, and the radio. Yeah, and I, I saw pictures. I got my own set of problems. Well, I don't care. I guess my, my point being, <laughs> wouldn't this be a bigger story? Or is it because we have the evil Ron DeSantis running the state that it's not a bigger story? Because that's pretty neat. It's too late it... in the show to bring that topic up, Chris. Yeah, that's cool. a big one. Oh, but uh, not a bad point, Such. You're looking over your glasses. Did you thoughts? notice this? Quick thoughts. Is that... I think, Look, I think your what is paranoias saying? are out That's of control. Yeah. No. I know, I but they're so the fun, John. Is. They're so fun. <laughs> John That's Johnson. why I keep encouraging them. Johnny Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Johnny it Johnson. still stands. Johnny, right. he's the one that right. pushes my snow and mows my grass. Right. Right. Hi, just, Johnny. Just you and your Johnson. I think the proprietor of the White Bear Bolt Works was founded by John O. Johnson. Johnson huh. vote. Johnson uh, are we off the air? Did no. the show no. end? And I was. Yellers, no. Kenny has to go. <laughs> He's got to go drive truck. He's got to drive green card. No, oh, I got to fix deer stand. Pick fix rock. deer stand. Early season starts tomorrow Pick morning. Rock. Is that already this weekend? Uh, early season, dough only, antlerless. If you're going out so Sunday, taste better. We got them in our neighborhood with antlers. You got a deer stand? Yeah, right in the front. <laughs> Shoots them right from the shed. <laughs> If you're going out Sunday to do some rock picking, you're going to need something to listen to. Well, it can be found at PodMN on your smartphone. That's PodMN on your smartphone. And if you are listening uh, via the town council, Garage Logic, please send me an email and tell me how great I sound today. I would appreciate that because it might be gone tomorrow. Also, go to YouTube, sign up on the Garage Logic page, subscribe actually, and you will be entertained beyond belief. I may not look great, but I sound great. Cha. Cha, baby. Okay, I've got a dilemma, Such. You know our sign guy, Bob, that's yep. uh, contributing a lot, lives in the Alec area. Yep. Him and his buddies have made some cutout signs of the ham's beer head. Oh, it's just the head. The bear? Yeah, the bear head. And they hang them around in the woods in various places. Mm -hmm. And uh, he sent me a picture, and I said, I got to have one of those. He sent me um, an email that says, I have an extra. I'm headed to Rainy for an MEA fishing tomorrow. I'll leave it out front. Uh, and he tells me where he lives and the, you know, the house and all that. Yeah. That's a little awkward, isn't it? Going to a person's house when he's not home taking this sign and driving away no yeah i wouldn't do it either that no, makes no, me no, feel I'd real weird no there's nothing weird about it you've already cleared it with him yeah but what, how does he what know trouble that... but what trouble can he get in well i'll have the email on me if yeah. anybody all questions you gotta do me. is call the owner of the house and you'll say yeah i told that guy to show up there but this is part of my prep for deer hunting is i need to hang this sign up yeah. in the woods and i'm going to hang it by where the snowmobile trail runs through so uh, the hoople heads that come through in the winter can see it. Not right. only was it I... supposed to frighten people. No, it's just it brings you joy. Oh. You just hey, there's the ham's beer in the middle of the woods. I'd go what the hell? It. I'd go get it. <laughs> well, Check. not only would I go pick it up there, you might want to just try that back kitchen door just to see what kind of foods in the fridge or what they're sporting in the liquor <laughs> I wouldn't cabinet. I want to go in the house just to see what's going on. Johnny, can you send me news links, please? Yeah, thank you. You know. From the land of sky blue waters. I just From always, I always have a guilt thing going. Well, we all do. That's just our nature. Okay. 
I personally would not do that. I, I'm surprised I know, you would. I know, but I, he uh, wants to bring joy to people. Let him bring joy. No, I, I, I don't doubt that he wants to bring joy. That's my point. I just, I wouldn't want to go to some guy's house when he wasn't home. Oh, I wouldn't feel comfortable you know, don't worry doing about that. It. You're up there where so there's nobody going to look at you anywhere. That's yeah. just my point. My wife buys stuff on Facebook, whatever it is, and then say, "Yeah, just come up and get it. We'll put it out front. Just leave the money in an envelope yeah. under, nope. the, under yeah. the flower pot." Nope. You know. Kenny, can you yeah. localize the Facebook one ads? Yes, yes, you can. And Derek and his damn show. Guess what I'm doing now on hmm. Facebook Marketplace? Hmm. I'm looking for those one thousand dollar cars that are complete and the motor turns over. Yeah. Which I promised myself after we did that Studebaker that I would never, ever do this again. If I ever buy a cool car, it's going to be in running condition, and I'm going to be able to drive it from wherever I buy it. And now I'm thinking about just because he makes it look so fun. He uses steel wool on cars. They're spick and span. They're spick and span pads. They come with soap on them. Yeah. Hey, why don't you use a broker? The one I watched, uh, the one I want to deal with. I've got one going that I've been watching during the show. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, it's a 69 Cadillac. Will it run and drive after 32 years? Really? And I'm only 15 seconds in, so don't worry. I, I, I just. Did you guys see that the freaking uh, uh, brew house in downtown Minneapolis closed? No. Which one? I did not. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, the, the, the original one. Like, oh my God! I'm Shells? spacing. No, 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 no! In downtown Minneapolis. Um, oh, for God's sake! The Garage Logic crew. Boy, we really didn't do much today, did we? We just kind of jerked off for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, go- goof- we? Yeah. we goofed around for two hours. Speaking of that, I'm heading out. Do we? Do we do anything <laughs> serious at all? Uh, not really. The GL. Well, that crew. was. No wonder it was so fun. <laughs> Yeah. Rock Bottom Brewery. Oh, that took a weird turn. Rock Bottom Brewery. They closed. Wow. I can't believe it. That was my hang before Twins games, man. I really wish I wouldn't have said that. I forget Wait. that we're live. Way to go, Kenny. And you know why they cited it? Cited it that they're leaving? Cited it it? The rising rent costs. And the fact that saying people don't go downtown anymore. That's too The Garage Logic... Cruel. Yep. Yep. Uh, went on a tangent today. Yep. Regarding Dylan Height's uh-huh. musical career. I'm sure he's going to love that. Please. I uh, texted him and told him, hey, we just did a whole segment on whether or not you should stay. He, goes, he started with the laughing emoji and said, I'll listen to it. I said, let me know if I misrepresent. I know he, he does listen routinely because I could tell by yes, his Twitter he activity. Well, yeah. he shouldn't be. He should be recording. <laughs> he should be recording TikTok videos. He should be working. Uh, uh, wow. Will you please, please, you like a please. trainer for a fighter or something. <laughs> by all means, uh, put in the description that Rookie sounded fantastic today. I will. Rookie. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Today. I got 9% of my computer. I'm going to take off. More news on we'll what's happened to the University you, of Minnesota, Morris. Mr. Morris. John Height News and Rookie wants to uh, advertise the quality of his voice. More news yes. on what happened at? No. What's happening at oh, sorry. the University of Minnesota, hey, Morris? What's, what's happening, happening was a great show. Yeah. Red Doobie Brothers. Hey, hey, hey. For a million dollars, what character was Fred Berry? 
I don't know. Rerun. Rerun, of course, yeah. Say rerun, Joe. Yeah, that'll rerun. Ask Rook if he remembers the guy's bootleg in the doobie. Not only the doobie brothers. What, John? Not only Ask, I'm going to answer Johnny right now. Too many people yeah. talking. Not only does Rookie remember that episode, there were several times where rerun or something would be mentioned, and Joe was on his tirade, and Rook and I would be in the other studio, and yeah. there on YouTube, Rookie would pull up the link of rerun What's happening bootleg with the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> yep. Doobie Brothers. He does a hell of a, a rerun dancing. Hey, Tell hey, him to come hey, back hey, to the camera. Hey, come, Kenny wants you to come back to the camera. To do stand the behind dance. you stand and do the Joe. rerun dance. Actually, go behind Joe. That can, that'll be better from where you're. <laughs> Joe. It is. It's a quality dance. I don't know. If you know okay, here comes the rerun dance for those of you can't watching. see him. Can't see him. He's yeah, coming. He was setting his stuff him. down. There you go, right there, bro. Ready rerun? Yeah. No head. Right there you go, right over there. Yeah, yeah right there. That's the rerun dance. That's the so rerun awesome. dance. And that's what was it? Michael McDonald who busted him? The Doobie Brothers. The Doobie. Know, the whole like, ga- the whole band got, did. They all busted him at once. It was Snake. Who's yeah. the smart guy? Skunk. 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 Skunk Baxter. Skunk busted him. He said, hey, man, what's that? Yeah, but they all went to this, uh, like, here's this eatery. What, and this, here's Joe. Uh, I think got a plan. Named Shirley. Huh? They, they broke bread <laughs> over Shirley. Shirley brought him some fries and the shake. And nope. Mabel. Mabel was very upset. Show uh, him the door, uh, would you? Brooke, you got to go. When D told on, you gotta go. Uh, Wayne, go tell your mother she's calling you. <laughs> That's Joe whenever Matthew comes over to his house. You got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Sorry. Oh, here's how we're going to play this. This 1950. Still talking. What's he saying? I don't know, but he's. Yeah, good. <laughs> This 50 Studebaker. Take that, take that, take that uh, newspaper thing. Oh, yeah, I will. I will. Is that from the industry? If you don't, I'm throwing it away. I'm trolling it. Here's what we're going to do with this 50 Studebaker champion. It's $6,750. Yeah. You buy it. We store it at my place. I bring it down to you occasionally so you can drive it around. You tell the CP it's Kenny's. But he's letting me use it. Yeah, I will slowly pay you off over time, the same way no, rookie you won't. pays Just you like off. Just like rookie, I got five bucks so far. I'll give you five hundred a month. Well, five hundred. How much Jeez. do they want for six thousand seven hundred fifty? I've got some things to. I've got things that I my fun money is spent. I've got to spend it on adult stuff. I got to figure out a way to get to Iron River, Michigan. Okay. There's Look. a guy selling an MGTD. I've you- corresponded with him. It's perfect. Okay. I've, that I'd rather thing will, spend my money on the TD than the Studebaker. That, you know what? I'll I'll do a trade-out deal. I'll go up there and get that thing for oh, you. Oh, you bastard. That and I'll bring awesome. it down to you. I, it'll fit on one of my trailers. It's lightweight. I get it up there. I'll chain it down. It'll be safe. Got trailer brakes, the whole deal. Yeah, but... Uh, but and then in turn, you do me this Yeah, way. but the combination of buying the TD and the Studebaker is a little pricey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm due for. Wouldn't Iron River be a one day drive? Yeah, absolutely. Four hours and fifty nine minutes. I just looked. Three hundred miles. That's it. From Saint Paul to there is three hundred miles. He's got to get it back, though. You know. Oh yeah, and that's going to require either somebody going with him so he can drive it back, or a trailer. Ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. (laughs) Ninety nine bottles of beer. 
The problem is every time I get a nice little bit of fun money saved up, some adult situation comes along and I have to spend it on, you know, shingles or furnace or whatever. I'm hanging on by my fingernails to my stash, which has been discovered. And and she thinks it's up for grabs (laughs) and it's not, it's the money I've accumulated from selling stuff over the years. Right. Right. But that's our money. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) uh, Yeah. See, I have that problem with, uh, you know, I sell stuff on on eBay and I use it for guitars and records. So when I, when I buy something, I tell her that didn't come out of family money and I'm not lying. It came yeah, out of my uh-huh. stash money. Yeah. yeah. Just as this TD will. What if I go up there and I really like it and buy it under the condition that he has to keep it over the winter in storage? I could do that. You better work that deal out before you're you not, go you're there. not driving it home in a snowstorm in November. No, I mean, will that thing make, is it up for the trip? Has it been restored? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, so that won't be a problem. You could drive it from Iron River to here, but not. I'd want to do that on a nice summer day. Right. So that when it does break down, you're not going to freeze to death. <laughs> when right. it does break well, down. Well, I'll go up and get it for <laughs> you, but you can't come along. I'm not spending three hours with you. And come on, we could have a nice chat. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> Why are we stopping for lunch? Uh, well, that's a day trip. You know, you can fly to Iron Mountain. Yeah, and Iron have... River is halfway between Rhinelander and Iron Mountain. But aren't you going to spend so? Are, are you sure? You don't ticket? mean Iron Wood, do you? No, Iron River. Okay, because that's at Hurley. I know where Hurley is. How about well, Iron I've been Will? To Hurley. Iron Will was a good movie. Oh, Iron River is the city. Yeah, Iron I thought it was River. Iron Mountain. Oh, I'm Iron sorry. River. Oh, that's going to add to the. That's, that's going to add mileage. It's, it's, it's on the west. It's lesser. It's it six is? miles less. Well, yeah, it's the western side of the UP. Mm-hmm. We used to run snowmobile up there all the time. No, it's the yeah. eastern side of the UP, isn't it? The Uper. It's right. Uh, it's on north, the mainland. North to... It's not on the UP. Yeah, it's, it's in still, the mainland. It's on like the lower there. hunk. Oh, it is. Yeah. Now I got to go look at the map. You're due for a road trip, Sooch. Uh, I don't mind if the town council members hear this. We we need to take a week off pretty quick. We have, wait, so um, the week of Thanksgiving. No, I have um, the week, uh, the 7th, 7th through the 11th of next month. It's the first full week of November. I've got that whole week off. You got things you got to do? Uh, that's the main no. main deer season. Sorry, I knew what you were doing. I meant I was. You need the whole week of Thanksgiving off. Well, we're traveling for a wedding. When are you leaving? Oh, whenever she tells me. I think we're leaving. <laughs> I think. What do you mean? I've got it in the UP, Joe. It's just east of Eagle River, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's the UP, dum dum. Okay, just north of Eagle River. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where north we rode. By the Ottawa National Forest. We actually dropped in Eagle River and rode up there and then rode all the way up to Berglund. Bobby. The other thing the guy could do is I say, why don't you meet me halfway? Trailer to Eau Claire. Yeah, as a sale no, seller, no, no, that's no. you gotta you gotta put money in his pocket. Yeah, but we've developed a relationship. Oh. A little flirty? 
<laughs> no, he was supposed to get it to lacrosse this summer for an MG gathering and couldn't do it. Well, oh, I have so a serious you know question for you. Well, not personally, oh. only on the Joel, phone. your garage is full. I have, I have one of them's leaving this weekend. I got storage spaces. Oh, okay. Hmm. Is the hood up though? So she doesn't set groceries on oh, it? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the first thing I noticed on that picture you sent out last week. The hood was up on something. You know, the perfect, remember when I used to do uh, ads for, I, it was Park Place Storage Condominiums. I do, yeah. You buy these places and you turn them into your own shop that you can put a loft in. Oh, you can? Yeah. Yeah. It's not just for storage. You can have a shop or do whatever, party, the, the whole deal. That's the thing to do. Then you have a place to go and it's secure and it's you know year round what are the rents on those couple hundred no you buy them chris you own them oh you own them yeah there's one that's by oh god that was in chanhassen i guess yeah you're right because it's right next to paisley park there's one there's a park place is it park place storage i think it is those guys fill those things out and sell them before they're even finished building them Man, that's easy money, isn't it? Well, it's a, it's a big hit for guys like Such that need to get a, out of the house and have their place what, for I their toys. Storage spaces. Yeah. What about them? Oh, never mind. We'll I don't just... want to tell the story again. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I got a heated storage space for one car this winter in an apartment complex. And I might, and then or my Franklin garage, in Chicago. Or? No. <laughs> Right in Highland. And oh. then uh Billy been broke it to three times in a week. Then I everything else I can just fit in my garage. How awesome would it be to own an old service station with two or three bays I look every day. And I, a in hoist. fact I have a building in mind that I'd like to buy. Well, that's mm-hmm. like with the farm with me. I'm half tempted to just buy it from by mama you know what i mean just so where, I can, where is your mother i don't know what what you're waiting no we're getting into personal stuff oh, yeah, here but right, i don't know right. what you're waiting well for, i don't Chris. need an address but is your mother living on the farm Mm-mm, no is anyone yes who no, uh, not it's, for it's, public consumption it's too personal well, that's but too personal. is there storage available there tons that's the reason i i'm hanging on to it well, I could store stuff there. Oh, God, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> huh? No, no, I'll no, see no, you no, this no, weekend. No, 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 no. Well, you got to keep in mind, too, there's only, there's two sheds that, you know, Grandpa built one 10 years ago. That's really nice. I ain't storing nothing in somebody's you Grandpa's see, he, building. He doesn't know what a real shed is. We I, call I them sheds, but they're, you know, it's a, a steel it's a pole, pole building, barn, basically. Yeah, with yeah. a concrete floor, and they're Correct. the real deal. Right, yeah. yeah. And we just it, call them sheds. And what's funny, Kenny, is it's my still shed has, is 50 by 100. It still has the wall of where grandpa's tools and stuff were. And I said, if any of this is moved, I will kill somebody. Oh, oh yeah. Anybody no. touches this? Anybody that's, moves this? That stuff I matters. I can be up there with a car Saturday morning. No. no. Sure. I'll give you the address. Why are you turning me down? Well, there's, well, right now, there's no space for you. My brothers have a ton Tell of. Tell them to get their crap out of there. No, that's that's their space, too. Did you ever call him about a truck? You never did, oh. did you? What's that joke about the guy standing out by a shed and said some girl, naked girl, walked by with an <laughs> apple and a, oh, yeah. an offer? Roll no, it's a donut. Paper. A donut. Yeah. And she yeah. went right over there. And then his hand, other hand comes up and he's eating a donut. <laughs> and I don't know what she was on, but she went that way. He's got the donut hanging from his hand. <laughs> 
clever. Uh, uh, shoot. I should be getting rid of stuff, not acquiring stuff. Yeah, that's same here. Yeah. That shed of mine is full. We killed a bouncer in Uptown? Yeah. Yeah, a few days ago. Did you have that, Jed? Yeah, I had it yesterday. Whoops. I was paying attention, uh, I promise. Just don't tell me I know this the guy. The Rev also, uh, the Rev tweeted about him. He knew him. Well, and honest to God, you guys, that's why so many people, bartenders, refuse because... This, imagine, you know, bartenders make good coin doing that shit. The bouncers make a third of what bartenders do. Are you are you kidding me? You think b- good bouncers want to go deal with that crap? After- but don't, do you guys tip them out? It, it's a separate, at least the place I worked, it was a separate deal. So they got to split the gate or, you know oh, what I mean? The right. whatever, whatever they made in cover. Right. And it still was okay, but not nearly what bartenders make. I know Deb always used to tip out the bat, the barbacks. Oh yeah, we dip out, tip out the barbacks for sure. Yeah, especially the good ones. If it's some kids, you know, running four straight hours and busting his ass, Tony gets a bigger cut. Tony Danza's kid was a barback at the caboose. No way when really? she was working there, because uh, <laughs> he evidently went through treatment up here and then stuck around. So Tony would show up from time to time, but that kid was so fun to hang because he was a true pure new yorker and he had sass and attitude and he was he could smoke a cigarette like nobody i've ever seen (laughs) boy he made smoking look good that's awesome but then every now and then danza would be standing there was there a gig going on at the time yeah yeah you know he'd come into town to see his kid and come down to the caboose for you know whoever was playing that's cool But I wasn't kidding. That video that Rebecca had across the street from where I used to go every Friday and Saturday night. Yep. Unfreaking believable. Now you know why I don't do it anymore. Oh boy. John, did you send? Oh, you did. Thank I you. did. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I got to post this stuff. Sorry. Yeah. 10 I, I, yeah I'm going to uh, go do go. some stuff. Thanks, GLers. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow, fellas. Bye, guys. Okay.